0: Coming real, it's the next episode 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 episode. I serve cold with the rules and the hops, never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south. The cubs run the north, but the bears run the house. Two Chicago sports fans got the ears to the street. Any team make a move and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the true Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. Episode 110 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fan, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan 15 for 15% off your entire order. That's truefan 15 Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. Go! As always, I'm Big Z and I'm here with my boy, E-Rock. What up, B? Welcome back. Welcome back.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, Z? What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans. Go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. Listen, do you like the show? I do. Are you a fan? I am Then tell your friends And they will tell their friends And we can all be friends If you like the content If you like what we we'll bring to the show Maybe it makes you laugh Maybe it makes you cry Maybe you're sick of us It doesn't matter <laughs> Share it with everyone that you know So they can be sick of us too Z, what's up brother? How you been?
1: Man, it's been a crazy couple of weeks man. Yeah. Tons of sports Tons of stuff going on uh, between going to a bunch of Sox games, Sky games, uh, I actually went to a Juan Gabriel concert. Man. Yeah, it was all candlelight lit in an in undisclosed location. That sounds romantic. It was romantic. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome band. Uh, they, they they tore it up. Uh, this young kid, just, you know, good voice, and uh, the band behind him was just ripping. Like, yeah. it, you know, you and me are very, you know, very in sync when it comes to music. Yep. You know, especially live music. Yes. When you can feel it, yes. that's exactly what you want to have. And, uh, you know, it was a great, amazing experience. And But, you know, we got to keep the ball rolling for 2022. Yeah. And we both are super busy. I've been practicing with, with, with the fellas at, uh, at Bettler. Okay. Yeah, over oh, here, boy. Yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have to get used to that, that, that lane over there because I do have a Labor Day tournament tomorrow, uh, you know, in the morning. So okay. So ten, ten, ten a call time.
3: Wow. Okay. Four
1: games. Um, so, and, and a lot of these guys are really, really good. They have like, no handicaps.
2: And and they got the day off, so they're like, "Why not?
1: Yeah, why not? Yeah." <laughs> so we got that tournament, and then the next day, I have my Tuesday night magic bowling at Waveland. The boys are back.
2: There you go. That's right.
1: The champs are walking in, and we're gonna be the hunted instead of the hunters. You
2: got your pin pals jersey ready.
1: Uh yeah, <laughs> We're supposed to get jackets
2: I, I heard We're supposed heard.
1: to get The the Waveland jacket That says champions on it So we definitely have A target on our back And you know what I welcome it bring,
2: Yeah absolutely bring I mean, it. That's the fun part about it Right like that's Like winning That exhilaration of oh winning That's the best But then like You you got the B side Right what comes after that mm-hmm. Everyone's coming after you So that always makes it A little bit more fun It puts more pressure on you But a it's, lot it's, more <laughs> pressure on me. <laughs> but I mean like Because people are looking Now who Hey who, who do I gotta knock off To get to the top Yeah
1: there's gonna be A lot of new teams And especially uh, Louis and uh, uh, Eric Are yeah. gonna join uh, set Their own team So And They're really good bowlers Yeah yeah, yeah. So I don't know who else Is gonna c- complete their foursome But um They're gonna be coming for us Yeah well I know how much You like foursomes <laughs>
3: <laughs> God.
1: All right, E. What what have you been up to,
2: man? Look, uh, I've been doing uh, three things: that is softball, softball, and softball. It's all day, every day. That's all we do. But you know that I love it. Hitting lessons, junior high softball, house league softball, and travel league. I mean, it's it's just nonstop. You know that that's literally all I do. But. The fun thing to me Is that now Going over to a travel team I'm meeting uh, Parents of kids That I don't know My daughter's meeting New kids that she doesn't know Mm -hmm. I will tell you what The difference In watching her practices At like a high Or the junior high Or the 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 house league uh, uh, Level Mm -hmm. Is amazing There's no drop balls They go through So much work And so many drills Because everyone's doing Good. their job yeah, yeah it's 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 pretty cool to see and this is like a b-level uh team They're we're not even going to be doing a lot of games it's more tournaments it's more training and then gotcha. the spring comes it's when it would it be real serious but uh i'm also doing my best to try to steal their actual practices and bring them <laughs> over to ours because i mean look I, I i i told them before i says i'm just a knucklehead that watches a bunch of stuff on youtube trying to teach some kids you know what yeah. i mean so that's that's what it really comes down to i get to go- see guys that have been doing it for 20 years i get to bring some of that to our organization so, that, so that's fun and uh yeah man look uh one really cool thing is uh, I'm going to be working Riot Fest. Oh, boy. Riot Fest on the 16th. Uh, Stern Pinball. We're going to have a bunch of games there. So we get to hang out there and make sure the games don't break. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I've never been. I, it was funny because Jody, who is the marketing guy at Stern, he comes mm-hmm. through and he's like, "Hey, are you going to Riot Fest? So, man, I'm not going to no fucking ride fest, you know? Shit, I, I got softball every day and then twice every other day. Like, mm-hmm. he and then my boss comes in, he goes, okay, so uh this guy took this day. Which day do you want this left? And I was like, oh shit, okay. So he wasn't saying, do you want to go and listen to music? you was saying you're going. You're going to go fucking work, which is cool. I mean, it's just one of those uh, one of those benefits, you know what I mean? So, whew, it's just been a lot. It's been a lot, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited. I Look, I'm excited to be back on the mic, be in the studio together. I mean. We have a really, really cool show planned. Oh
1: man, I've been waiting for this for three weeks, man. <laughs> <laughs> for three, for three whole weeks. Three whole weeks. Well,
2: ladies and gentlemen, today, uh, of course, uh, you know we have all our normal stuff, but we got a very special guest in that's the house tonight. Uh, tonight, today, whenever I don't even know what time. What time is it? Uh, it is noonish. That's One, the that's, two, that's, no, that's no, problem. Mind, what, what, 1:44. When we were in a studio in a basement with no lights, I, it's the same time. It's like Vegas. <laughs> just keep pumping in the pumping oxygen. Into oxygen. Yep, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our, our guest today just released his comedy special, American Hero, on Amazon Prime. Welcome to the show, Ken Gar.
3: Hey, what up?
2: Man, look, look, this is exciting. This Very is exciting. exciting. We went to that show. Yeah, we were, you did. We were, you, in, we were there. Yeah, yeah we were yeah. there, yeah. The day Mikey O was in here. Yep. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes.
1: Yeah, so so we yeah. had Mikey Owen here and he's like, hey, you want to go to a commentary? I'm Like, uh, yeah.
4: Always promoting. Oh, oh you oh, know, Mike,
1: Mikey never takes a day off.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. This is the second time on the show. He came through the studio. We just started having uh, guests like uh, the beginning of this year because yeah. we started during COVID. And he's like, hey, uh, hey, do you know Ken Garn? Like, yes. You had no
3: idea.
2: this guy's great. He goes, you got to come tonight because we've been there before. We did work with the CPD night. So we have that little, oh, nice. that little talent card, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, no, you got to come tonight. You know, just come to the door. I got you, this and that. And then when uh, um, your. The person he's saying you're at National Anthem, which we'll get to a little bit later. Sure, he was there. Yeah, he hey, want to go meet him. And we're like, yeah, 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 but we didn't go right away. We wouldn't bother him. Oh, and Mikey was like, dude, they're leaving. And we're like, oh shit. Yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. We went yeah. up the stairs, but yeah, it, that was a really, really, uh, really cool thing. I don't think I've ever been to a taping before.
4: It was, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was insane. That was the second special Life tape with uh, Mikey Um Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was just a great experience. Um, we, uh, we did like a six-camera shoot, and I had a tons of great openers. Avi Sanchez, Gigi mm-hmm, Dugan, mm-hmm. I think Joey V was there. Mm-hmm. And it was just a great way to come home. And, um, you know, I could have shot the special anywhere, but I'm like, you know, after the last couple of years that we had, I'm like, I want yeah. to go like to Chicago. The crowds are always hot here. They yeah. love comedy and um that's where i got my start i got my start at Mikey O shows that's what's up yeah man i was just um I was just, full just circle this little like he, metal widow that you he
2: say. is so- <laughs> <laughs> he, he he's so generous with his time with his like opportunities he yeah. loves to give people i mean that's you know that's how we got linked up with him and working with the knights and doing some of the stuff that we've been able to do so he's he is super generous uh with his time and we're really really happy to to have you here um and look, that's going to be our, our show today, but before we get to that... <laughs> you like, I'll see you later. <laughs>
4: All right, thanks for having me. Check out my special.
2: <laughs> oh, man. So, we're going to continue to talk to Ken a little bit later, but first, this is
1: The Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I'm Big Z, and you're not. <laughs> For today's stories, oh my God! All right, story number one.
2: I'd like to take his his face off. Yeah.
1: Face off? Uh, did you like that movie? I love that movie.
4: Th- yeah. Oh, the, with
2: Travolta? Yeah, yeah Travolta in Nick Cage. And Nick Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah. Probably
1: their best performances. In, you know,
4: you know, the guy who wrote that was just on mushrooms
1: or oh, something.
2: Oh, 1000%. You know I mean? <laughs> like, what if I take your face yeah. and put it on your face? He's like,
4: what if we can't get Nick Cage? Like, then you don't do the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so Face Off, an alligator bit a man's face while he was swimming near a lake in Tampa, Florida. That's a whole
2: different movie.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't, first of all, I don't mean it No, right. no, you're you, good. You should not be swimming in any lake in Florida. No, no, at no all. not at all. Yeah, dude, I have I've lived down there. <laughs> yeah. You go to the golf, you go golfing or whatever, you'll see four alligators in the golf course yep. just chilling.
2: Yeah, they, just, they hang out be- behind, my dad lives down there now, yeah. he's, he's retired, he had to go somewhere warm, and uh, they had a little man-made uh, uh, pond in the bag. Right. And it was a gator and when he first moved there and he, he used to fish out of that pond just to... See what people threw in there Yeah And he fucked with that gator All the time And I'm like dude You're like in your 60s And now he's in his 80s Thank god that guy's gone Have you That's called him lately on- He
4: might have had his face
2: bit off <laughs>
1: Yeah E This story is about your dad <laughs> you
4: We didn't know how to tell you
1: <laughs> I mean this is crazy Fire rescue took the 34 year old man To the hospital After the alligator bit his face off uh, This is according to Florida Fish and Wildlife uh, Conservation Commission And they disp- dispatched The uh, contact the trapper to the lake to investigate the answer. there's nothing to investigate the alligator lives there yeah. that's his that's yeah. his home yeah. Yeah. do not fuck with alligators it's simple
2: whatever happened to uh what was it was a uh, chance chance Ch- the snapper is yeah. that what was his name
1: whatever chance is good. the snapper
2: yeah the gator <laughs> like they brought in that little, that, it's, that skinny it, little guy from i think he's from like from Florida. S-
1: yeah super huge now yeah. at this point
2: yeah, I mean, look, yeah, you, you 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 just don't, what are you doing there? Like, yeah. this is not a swimming hole, that's an eating hole. I wouldn't swim in a pool in Florida, <laughs> <laughs> let alone a lake, no, dude. No, that's why you have the fucking ocean, guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you still got sharks there too, right? Yeah, but ain't no fucking gators.
1: Well, you yeah. can, you ain't not swimming I mean, a shark.
2: Here's the, I can outrun a gator. Here's the thing: if I die in a shark attack, that's a way cooler story than way I was, cooler. I was swimming in the lake and I got bit off by a gator. Like that's a whole different fucking. Thing. That's Plus, the story. guy's alive,
4: so he's yeah. got like that's.
2: And and here's the thing: to be honest, like it is Florida. And uh, we don't know if it was just a fucking uh, Gator from Miami <laughs> for the Florida
4: Gators. Wow, That's Wow, right? that's happened. It was that's a fre- it was a freshman. Wow. Yeah.
2: it was a red shirt yeah. freshman. Right, hit his face. He's looking like, a backup quarterback. Wow.
4: Trying to get this scholarship. What? Trying to get a full face. That's right.
1: (laughs) All right, story number two, and this one is for you. I have to pull this out of the archives. A Southwest Airlines pilot says he will pull back this airplane and return it to the gate if passengers don't stop sending me nudes over
3: airdrop. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. Oh. And it's
4: vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, would send a naked picture.
1: Let's get yourself to a combo. So uh, if you get on a plane back to LA and it's Southwest, don't do that.
4: Look, <laughs> it was a big misunderstanding. I was trying to send the picture to my wife. I accidentally sent it. Yeah, I saw that man. He's like, and he it was funny about that story. The pilot didn't know what the, um, the airdrop was. Yeah, so, right. He's so like, you were Yo, just listen up, you kids with your airdrops.
2: <laughs> he thought they were Jordans <laughs> I, I remember a similar story to this But it was a guy It was a passenger Just sending it all To, to female passengers On the plane Yeah 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 Because
1: it comes up Who's available With, yeah. with the airdrop like, Oh you know Tiffany's here and We yeah. have it open yeah. You know, uh, So it's going to First of all You're the pilot You're driving a plane Why are you on your phone I, I
4: think you're flying the plane
1: well, oh, yeah, you know what? When we still driving. Well, we got out the gate.
4: He, he was sending it to other passengers. That's the picture. He was sending the picture to like people around. Yeah. That had their Phones on. But like, here's a, here's my take on that. Like, it had to be a tiny dick. You know
3: Because
4: just got a big dick. Like, no one's complaining. You know, <laughs> you know I mean? like, oh that's a nice dick. Wow, that's right.
1: impressive there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no wonder you got two seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you got the extended seat belt.
2: So you need an exit lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck man Yeah I, they, Look Why Like what I, I mean like What do, what do you how, how do you think That's gonna end up for you
1: I, I think it's more like uh, Let me see my sentences And look at And watch the reaction Like oh
3: my
2: god Okay you know? but then Like you're in a big Fucking metal tube, tube Yeah. What do you think Is gonna happen They're gonna be like Hey you That guy Uh Go home, you're by. It'd like. be
4: funny if the air marshal starts checking dicks <laughs> right, go You have to pull it out all sir dick, yeah, you gotta Pull Let it, you it out say. sir all right, all right. Oh, It's a little veiny, not the truth
2: uh, It's definitely
4: going to be the white guys
1: we All, at the, white all guys. Of the
2: training for that job comes from that one scene in Porky's Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god, so, Porky's I demand you take your pants off
1: <laughs> uh, Funny thing is that flight was going to Kabul
2: oh,
1: So you know how people get when they go usually, to Kabul Yeah but
2: usually that happens on the way back
1: <laughs> Yeah usually it's on the way back, people are still messed up All right, story number three. AE, I know you like wings, but do you go to Hooters? Do I go to Hooters? The restaurant.
2: Uh, Yes. (laughs) Let's keep that one. I I, I go for the chicken wings.
1: You go for the chicken wings. All right, man, I got a story that might make you think (laughs) twice about this. Uh Justice Sinclair, 24 years old, was taken into custody because she uh, was witnessed by coworkers dipping hot wings in her vagina before serving them to customers. From what the authorities told us, Jessica would deep, uh, Dipped the wings into her vagina while on her period. This was done to customers who had been rude and made off, uh, made off, off, off remarks about her appearance.
4: See, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with. I that. mean, <laughs> you talk about
1: blue
2: cheese.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it sounds like these people deserved it. Oh no! They deserve like, it, but this no, is a health issue. There's is a yeah. lot of vinegar on these. Like, what the fuck is this? It's <laughs> a new sauce. Why, it's like, why it's weird. does this wing taste like pennies? <laughs> it's like it really does taste like chicken. <laughs>
4: oh. How do they get a chicken and fish combination? Going? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god. I mean this is this is disgusting, man. It really, it's really disgusting, especially if she's on her period.
4: But who ranted her out? Like that's my you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. was she in the kitchen doing this? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, the, it sounds like it. So she you know, you know, it's kind of like you have to open kitchen, they grab the plate. So she was going like somewhere else and just rubbing uh, you know the 911 sauce all over her <laughs> vagina.
3: I need y'all to do me a favor. Someone please go! Oh my
2: God! <laughs> Someone please call nine one one.
4: Hooters fell off though. Oh, one hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Like I remember, like that was like they used but, to have great wings and uh, like I great service, the, the, the and then and all or of a sudden, or the, or the, the food the food was great too. The boys fell off yeah. too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, I've, had ones, a, yeah. I've had a couple pregnant Hooters waitresses. <laughs> like, oh my God! God yeah. Damn! You, it's like I wasn't done now. with
2: that beer. I didn't need you to wipe it off the table. Yeah. No, yeah, both.
4: I fell off though cuz they they used to have great wings. What was... what was your
1: order right at Hooters?
4: I just got like uh just regular uh I get all drums. Oh, yeah. you know, what? Yeah, I'm an all drum guy. <laughs> um but yeah, I get I get like 12 12 drums and uh some curly fries and yeah. a beer and that was it, but yeah, I went. I went. one time, and I'm like, man, they changed wings. Or
2: something? Yeah, it was all fatty. Really, really
1: cheap wings now. Yeah, yes.
2: Yeah. Everybody though, everyone that serves wings, like, well, there's a shortage. They're like, ah, there's no shortage. Okay, what are they doing? The rest of that there's, there's
1: $65 though? a case now. Yeah, which oh, is, is ridiculous. Is that yeah. yeah, that's that's, that's a short, lot. That's what the, so the, the shortage. So they so used to be it used to be like man. about $25 to $29 for a whole case. I don't know how much is in a case, but it's a lot. Now it's $65 for a case. So you're now you're like, oh, it's a dollar a wing, a dollar twenty nine a wing when you go buy them, and it's like yeah. that's. A little pricey, but
4: I, I love it. chicken wings. I, I raise my own. I just raise my own. I keep chickens in the apartment. There you go. Hey <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, right. You want chicken tonight? Okay. <laughs> you get two, wings. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I tell you get two wings. I tell my wife, I go, put your Hooter shirt on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
2: Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we're in studio with Ken Gar. Uh, again, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we just talked a little bit about your, uh, your special American hero on Amazon Prime. Tell us about, like, how that came about. I mean, like, how long did you prep for that show and, like— uh, Specifically, uh-huh. the national anthem. I really want to ask about that. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, who uh, I think when the special came out, I don't remember it being included, and it came out afterwards. Yeah. It was Jim Cornelison, the man, like yeah. all eight foot seven of him on stage. <laughs> you yeah, know, they had to rebuild the stage after he stood there. But, I mean, just this massive dude. I think he plays the predator national in the anthem. He, he probably he, is. Yeah. I mean, like that was like it was just a, such a shock. We knew, like, okay, we've we've met a lot of the the uh, yeah. um, the, the comedians, no, the, yeah. <laughs> the opening acts, we opening know, like, I- oh yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's. So so we've met a lot of the opening acts before. Yeah. We did not know that that was about to happen. Can right. you tell us like how that came about?
4: Yeah, you know, so. Uh, originally, you know, so the the, the, the special is called American Hero. Mm. I, I had the honor and privilege of going to entertain our troops in Iraq and uh, Kuwait and in North Africa. And um, and so I wanted to keep it that theme. And so I always, you know, I was like, oh man, it'd be really cool if we just opened like with a Star Spangled Banner. And I'm like, maybe I can get Jim Cornielson to do it. And so I just emailed him. I told him what my idea was. I told him I've been over to support the troops. I come from three generations of firefighters, I'm a South Sider. And he was just like, yeah, I'm in. This sounds awesome. Awesome. He's like, I want to do this. And so um, originally we were going to include it in the the special itself. But, you know, I think there was a little bit of, um, you know, he he represents the Blackhawks. Mm -hmm. And he represents, you know um that organization so i think you know me telling dick jokes for an hour you know <laughs> he didn't yeah, yeah,
2: might not go well uh, with yeah, the blackhawks yeah. not, but not in the current landscape i knew that
4: like knowing my audience i knew that they were going to lose their minds i knew that they were like it was going to be the perfect tone setter yeah. for the night and um i was really like super honored to have him and he did an incredible job and it was just cool to meet him and and take a picture and You know, I'm, uh, uh, admittedly, I'm a fair weather uh, Blackhawks fan. I didn't jump on board until their first championship. Likewise. You know, my friends have, like, been, you know, on board since the blackout days, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, and I didn't really start paying attention until they started winning. Um, But you know there's nothing that is better in the world uh than a, a, a hockey playoff game yeah I mean, oh yeah live hockey playoff is like
2: it's the most like it, I- i'll tell you like it's the most tense sport because it's just non-stop right yeah like football you have breaks you can re- get, you can gather yourself baseball you're just mm-hmm. like you get that built up built up anticipation but you're just kind of like on pins and needles like just all right like something's gonna happen i'm gonna have time to react you don't want to wanna use the and, bathroom and hockey, you can't
4: none. you don't want to grab up a beer you just no. want to sit there and watch the game yeah doesn't stop yeah, even it, if you're not a fan of hockey, if you get the chance yeah. to go to a hockey playoff game, I mean, it's just a different vibe.
2: You know, the funny thing is is that you, you, I was in the same boat as you. It was like, I didn't pay attention until they started winning. So like 2009, I think I started watching a little bit. I still don't know most of the rules. I know like blue line and... Icing. icing. <laughs> that's oh, dude. That's, Every time that's they're off sides, I'm like, why? <laughs> why are they offsides? Right. I feel like the refs just call it just to call it.
1: Like, it's like, uh, we haven't done anything in a while. Let's just call off Yeah,
2: they like, why are you pointing out the one rule that I know? I know that's a bad thing stop yeah. doing the bad thing <laughs> but yeah i mean i remember I, I remember being at um i think it's called the the jet public house or jets public house when they won that first title okay and like it was like well we, I, I think my, my daughter was pretty young um and uh we just went over there and it was just like people fucking like um like Crying so hard, like their faces were turning red. A fucking guy on top of the thing, like just sporing uh, uh, champagne. champagne everywhere. Yeah. Like just people losing their have, minds and like hugging everyone they've ever met.
4: I have the most heartbreaking Hawks story you'll ever hear. Uh oh. So the Blackhawks are in the playoffs.
1: Which year do you know which It was the first year The they first
4: won. championship The first okay. championship I think it was like 06 I Real. think right No 10 10 10? 10? Okay. 2010 okay.
2: Yeah, 2015 2010 f- 2013 uh, 13, please, please don't persecute me on it <laughs> <laughs> No no no
4: This guy doesn't know shit <laughs> <laughs> So No 2010 uh, They're in the playoffs Mikey O calls me up mm. And says hey we, we wanna, You know we want to put you on a show At the Joe's on Street." I'm like yeah man I'm there He's like alright cool My wife plans a trip to San Diego in the meantime And she's like, oh, you know, it's our anniversary Whatever it was, this is my first wife We're (laughs) we're divorced and you'll know why so <laughs> stay tuned. I was like, well, I got this Mike O show. She's like, you know, we San Diego. I bought your work. this is mm. it was a birthday gift, I think. And mm. I'm like, I don't fucking go to San Diego. I don't care. You know, like
1: <laughs> you want to go to the zoo?
4: Yeah. And she's like, well, I, I contacted all these comedy clubs and they'll give you spots. I'm like, oh, it was very, like, she that, put a wow, that's a lot of effort. Yeah, a lot, dude. Put she had like work. a she had a, like a whole booklet. She, like, had, a binder she had a binder with dude. yeah, color coded. Yeah. She's like, here's our flights and here's the hotel or Airbnb. And blah, blah, blah. I go, okay. So were you married to Leslie? Nope. Oh my god, right? Oh boy. So I call I call him like Yo man, man I can't do the show I'm really sorry He's like alright no worries He's like I'll call up Alex Ortiz You know blah blah mm-hmm. blah So he gets Alex Ortiz And uh, so I'm in San Diego And we're watching the Blackhawks And they win the championship Yep. And that night Alex Ortiz changes his Facebook picture To holding the Stanley Cup Above his above head, his head <sighs> At Joe's on Weed Street Where <laughs> oh. he's exactly where I was supposed to be standing Taze is there, Kane is there, all the Blackhawks are there. It was the first bar they went to after they won the championship was Joe's on Wee Street That's at the nuts. Mikey O show. That is nuts And he's literally the comedian that replaced me oh my holding God. the Stanley Cup. And I looked at my wife and I was like, I want a divorce. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be with you anymore. I was so resentful of that for so long. You did this to me. Oh my god! I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it that 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 Alex. I think to this day has that. As that a, was a Sunday show, show. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay, it was so a I, it was a yeah. I,
1: I was at the old uh, Deville right there on uh, mm-hmm. Damon and what is that? Huron. And um, it's you know I, I I'm a teacher, so I'm like getting ready and I'm you know winding down. I get a, a text, uh, whatever. I get another text. Then I get a phone call, <laughs> and I see it's one of my buddies. He's what like, "What happened?" Get your ass to the bar now. I'm like, "Dude, I got work to." He's like, "Get your ass. The cup is here." I'm like, "What cup?" Uh. <laughs> the cup of Christ, right? Like I already went You're to church. A true Blackhawks fan, yeah. In the yeah, yeah of so Chicago. he's like, "No, get your ass here." Sure enough, I, 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 I'm running yeah. down the street, and you know, it's you don't yeah. really run, so. uh, and. So I get to the bar and you know uh, no players were there, but you know you have the big guy in a big suit with the yeah. case and the cup is there, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, they're like, you cannot lift it. I'm like, motherfucker, that's all I want to do, right? Yeah, he's like, can Put I pour beer it, in yeah. and drink it? Drink out of? It. He's like, no. I'm like, what can I do? He's like, you can touch it. <laughs> so I pretended to kiss it, and that's my picture. It's
2: like one dollar to look at, it yeah, but yeah. like two dollars to touch. It, it. it was
1: it was weird because it's like like you said, just like yeah. you can you miss an opportunity just by saying no to something, yeah, and it, it can change your entire oh life. Oh my
4: god, yeah, I feel like that, I'm gonna write a movie about how that just changed everything. It's like. Two, like a year later, we're divorced. And like, <laughs> 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 completely.
3: Who's gonna play? Are you gonna
1: play yourself, or who you yeah, have?
3: Course. Some, yeah, okay, no, there we go. No, yeah, no. yeah, dude, like, <laughs> I'll put a got, wig on. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I had hair back
4: then.
2: Hey, if you if you hit up Netflix, they'll just give you an animated show about your back. I know, right? Just, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey. So let's talk about that a little bit, man. What what are your? Uh, are you from Chicago initially, yeah. and then where? Are you, what did your parents do?
4: Yeah, so I grew up uh, on the south side of Chicago. Grew up at like around 87th in California. Okay uh, I went to public school. Um, I uh, my my dad. I come from three generations of firefighters. Mm-hmm. My grandfather, my father, all my brothers. Um, my mom was a homemaker, and she eventually went back to school, got her degree. And she's a social. She was, she was a social worker for many years after that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, went to Saint Rita High School and um, Catholic League. And then um, I, I lived in Chicago up until about eight years ago. I had a full time job, and I was doing stand up just you know on the weekends and stuff. And then um, I just decided, like, you know what? I want to give this a shot. I want to go full time. I actually call. I hate to keep bringing him up, but he's, yeah, you know, Mikey yeah. O. I call Mike O. But I was yeah, like, definitely. hey man, I go, uh, I go. I'm, I'm thinking about moving downtown. You're Like, where's where's a good spot to live in? You know, because I wanted to do. He's like, well, why, what's going on? I'm like, well, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to do stand up full time. He's like, dude, he's like, don't don't stay here. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you've accomplished everything you can accomplish in Chicago.
3: Yeah, yeah. you hit he's the like, ceiling.
4: It's a, it's a great it's a great city to learn to do stand up, and it's a great city to mm-hmm. like. You know But there was nobody here That could like change Get me to that next level Right He's like So go to LA Go to New York He's like You're done here he's like I'm like all right. So I went to LA And I was gonna go I went to LA for like two weeks And I was gonna go to New York For two weeks And I was gonna figure out Where I wanna live Mm. And I went to LA for two weeks And it's like You know 85 Beautiful weather just women Like "Ah, this is where I'm gonna be I'm gonna go (laughs) Fucking live in New York Where it's four degrees Half the year Yeah
1: Shout out to Anthony Fuentes there Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah dude I'm walking here Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I'm from New York I know
4: Anthony
2: Yeah I, mean, I know you So here so You, you tell me All of these firefighters And you say Dad I'm gonna be a comedian How did he- yeah, How'd <laughs> that go Dude,
4: I went So my dad used to take me To work with them And I, like The first time I went To a fire with them The smoke hit my Face and I was like, I'm going to college. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't for me, man. This is not for me. Honest to God, dude. I, I was like, nope. This ain't. This ain't for me. And, and what happened was it was a timing thing. So even if I wanted to be a firefighter, the test came out. They only come out like every ten years. Mm-hmm. And I was 17 when it came out. Uh, you know, you so I wait, missed yeah. it by year. Yeah. And so when I was 27, my brother, who's a firefighter, sent it to me. I was like, dude. I'm like, I'm already. Not a firefighter
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating chicken wings at Hooters
4: yeah, yeah, I've been eating horrible wings But yeah, yeah So it kind of just passed The window passed But I, I'm, you know I couldn't be happier with the life I have So so
1: what, talk about your starting comedy Like what made you like? I mean, it,
4: it sounds like you made the right
1: choice You know, you made yeah. the right choice But like how <laughs> yeah. do you be like Hey, you know what I'm not gonna be a firefighter I'm gonna pursue comedy Like how did you Come to that conclusion So
4: I go I, I, I go to college I go to University of Iowa um, I I leave college I go down to Florida For a little bit To work for this Like dot com Didn't pan out I come back And my friend Started taking classes At Second City mm-hmm. And she's like mm-hmm. You gotta do this And I was like uh uh I was like You know in your 20s You're like just trying to Like get laid And be cool and Right like, You know And
2: I mean, so You're like I didn't either
4: Yeah Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, Oh, I don't wanna do that. And then all of a sudden I was like, All right, I'll check it out. And I loved it. I started taking classes yeah. in Second City. Mm. Um, and then I met the guys that were in Tony and Tina's wedding, which right. is like a Chicago staple it over is. the years. And um, they're like, Hey man, we're like uh, we're gonna go do stand up across the street at this rugby bar. And I was like, All what right, that heck? sounds cool.
2: That's a rough crowd. Yeah. Okay, I might I think I might know that place. The it's rugby bar. It's now, but there, yeah, there's yeah. a there was a place called Globe Pub that used to do Globe is open. The Globe like, is open. Yeah, yeah. They, I remember going to see open mics. Like the Globe blue, is still right? open, wasn't yeah, it?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this was a different one, but yeah, I know. That's
2: Globe, you know, yeah. that's a soccer place. That's yeah, 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 the yeah. Globe yeah. is soccer. Yeah, yeah, they do the fire. It's a cool place. They do yeah. Chicago Fire it's stuff. It's a cool old school place. Yeah, <laughs> nobody, nobody does Chicago Fire. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I started doing open mics and um, got, I caught the bug. I graduated from Second City. Never did improv ever again But and, yeah. but at that point I just was Starting to do stand up I never had an intention Of doing stand up full time I told my first wife I'm like No nah, I, I don't want that life You know mm. like that, I don't want to be broke And sleeping on Futons and shit And then all of a sudden I just got better at it And I loved it And I hated my day job It's kind of a weird life Man when you're like you know, you like spend a weekend opening for like Charlie Murphy, and yeah. then like all of a sudden on Monday you're like taking a train to your office job. I was like, <laughs> oh man, I gotta.
1: And nobody me. at like, works knows that you did you opened for Charlie Murphy. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, did? Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, did. you yeah, tell yeah, everybody like I'm opening for Charlie? Because I was
4: Mark. like, I, that was all I wanted to talk about. Right. Yeah. All I wanted to talk about was stand up, and all I wanted to do was stand up. You know. And then it finally got to the point where I was a, a managing director at NASDAQ, and mm. I was making tons of money, six figure income. I'm rubbing elbows with CEOs, CFOs, and I was miserable, and I didn't yeah. want to do it, man. I and I, I just, I just kept everything kept pointing to doing stand up full time, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try it for a year. I'm gonna try it for a year. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave this. At least if I quit for a year, I can come back and be like, hey, I got this great story. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eight years later, I'm, I got a special. I've been travel. I've traveled the world. I've entertained thousands of people. Yeah.
2: So you know, you, you talk. You got your start in Second City, and you mentioned that you just veered off of improv, never really did it again. Why didn't you continue down that road at all?
4: I because I wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that good, man. Because like you know, the the more classes that you take at Second City, it's like they're they're, they're it's like the cream rises to the top, right? Yeah, yeah. And so once I got into the conservatory, you know. It, it, it took Chris Farley five auditions to get into the conservatories. What I've heard.
2: Well, that and a nickel get you a hot cup, a jack squat. It
4: took me too, and so like. Wow. And and so for me, it's not that I'm funnier than Chris Farley. Give me a break, <laughs> but you know that's how hard and competitive it is to get into that that program. But once I got there, it was so apparent, like that that yeah. this is a. It's like. This is a certain muscle that they they knew and they had. You know what I'm saying? Like, to create characters and to, yeah, like... Yeah, it's to, like, you know... To park, build
2: sketches. Park District softball versus right. Yeah. softball. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: It's, for me, for me, and and I liked... I love the idea of doing stand-up because it's, like, you versus the audience. Okay. You know what I mean? You don't have to rely on other people. No, you don't. You know what I mean? You don't, like... Like, they wanted me to keep playing the straight guy or keep playing, like, the deadpan guy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I just no. want to be funny, yeah. you know? And so you... As a comedian, you know very quickly. Now, what I do is I encourage every comedian to take improv classes because you're going to use it. You mm-hmm. got to deal with hecklers. You got to read mm-hmm. audiences. You got to, like, come up with shit off the top of your head.
1: Also, if you're hosting, you have to yeah. like, together right. you very quick.
4: Yeah. So, like, it's a great skill to learn. But I just knew at the end of it that it wasn't. Wasn't for me Do you,
1: know? you remember Your first set Like in your first open mic Like what was What was your set Like did you have Already a plan Like I'm gonna tell This joke And this joke, this joke Or did you just Went up there And winged it
4: No I, I'm a I'm a huge planner I plan everything In my life out And so Like I was late Getting here And I was like mm. Texting you Like I gotta get for gas And I like, threw off My whole day yeah. You know what I mean But um, for me I have my very first Set on tape Oh wow On VHS tape
3: <laughs> and I'm wearing
4: that. khakis. I'm wearing a button down. Yeah. I printed out all my jokes on a piece of paper. I had 30 friends in the crowd because I knew, like, if these jokes don't work, I can just start making fun of my friends. Yeah, uh, you a good know backup I mean? plan. Great backup yeah, I plan. Had a great plan. And so, um, but I had I written it out, and I watch it now. It's like you cringe. Yeah, you know, like
1: it sounds like we li- we listen to our own show. We're like, Ugh, God, oh God, it was bad. It's don't, it's don't, don't listen to episode one.
2: Shut up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> It was that bad, huh?
2: Yes. Oh. Callback,
1: baby. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah,
4: but episode one, the Cubs are still good, though, right? Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's how that's, that's that's long running. ago it yeah. was. Oh yeah. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> so, like, aside from yourself, I yeah. want you to give some props. So, who's your favorite local comedian right now in Chicago? My favorite. I know local you don't. Com- I know you. You don't live here now. Yeah. But I mean, like.
4: I mean, I was at the Laugh Factory like right, last night and watched Calvin Evans. Okay. Um, this this dude and Calvin and I had worked together at the Chicago Improv. He was the host and I was featuring, and I had to work all weekend hard, mm. you know, to follow him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Calvin. He's absolutely hands down one of the funniest dudes in Chicago right now. Um, uh, T Murph, who's gotten a little, he's got a show I think on Peacock now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, or I think actually it's Hulu, but um, he's absolutely hilarious. Um, Jeannie Dugan, uh, yeah, yeah. She, you met Jeannie. She yes. was my host uh, for my um, for my special. Yeah, yeah. She's absolutely hilarious. You know, South Sider. You know, yeah. you know, and she's just phenomenal. Um, uh, Gwen Laroca, yes, uh, Gwen is yes. like yes.
2: we have a lot of actually God. I have a lot of friends in common with her. Yeah, yeah Gwen,
4: yeah. Gwen is like one of the most talented people I've ever yes. met. And I'm just like She just
1: did a one woman show I know and, yeah.
4: I, and I always like I'll text her like Once a month I'm like When you get your television show Please let me write for you Please yeah. You know like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me just hang yeah. on To your coattails Because yeah. she is going to be A huge star Oh yeah She's on the way you can just tell man yes. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying You watch these people And are like You got it you know, but I love the Chicago comedy scene. Joey V. I mean, I know yeah. you asked for one, but like, no, no, just jo- so many V. I, I, I no, mean, no, it's fine. Yeah, we He's love that, Joey V. That
2: little yeah. gravelly voice, and every time you ever yeah. notice these guys wear the weird hat. Yeah, dude, every time so I hilarious. see him on, sitting on a stool, I'm like, get your knee fixed, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'll pay for we, it, dude. We keep, we keep telling him, "Was hey, come to the yeah. show." He goes, "Oh, my knee, it still hurts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't your, know what to do. I can't do the stairs." How many stairs you got? Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's like, bro, I will carry you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a big guy. He's got big calves. (laughs) Just jump on his back. He'll walk you down here.
2: I, you know who uh, I think that the first time the first time I had seen him was that uh, opening for you on that show was Abby Sanchez, man. He is another oh, dude. Great. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's another one. I mean, there's just so many, dude. Abi Abby, Abby I've seen Avi since like day one.
2: Yeah. And mm-hmm. to see
4: him grow into like HBO Latino special. Yeah. And like, I mean, I'm just so I'm so proud of all these guys because like, you know, for a long time it was like, well, Chicago's great, but like there's no, you know, you can't really get any opportunities well look at this Joey V worked with Bill Burr and yep. Abby's on HBO Gwen's yep. on HBO I mean hey again Mike Yo
2: Mike Yo, pushed, Mike Yo Mike Yo drives that fucking bus man absolutely and,
4: and Curtis at the Laugh Factory yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. those two guys have single handedly turned around the comedy scene here at least for stand up in
3: Chicago and,
2: and it's amazing because I I know that there was a time where it was extremely competitive to the point where you wouldn't help anyone out you were just yeah. like well that sucks <clears throat> you got lost along the way instead of hey man look hey I, I gotta a spot here, you know. I'll yeah. help you out. It's just, it's weird from the stories that you know. Even listening to the Marin and, and, and all of the stories from way back when, and everyone's just trying to step on top of each other. Now you have enough platforms where everyone yeah. can get a piece of the pie.
4: And and, and it used to be like, hey, you, you can play this club but not that club. You can yeah, do this club. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can do you can do the improv but not zanies. And Mikey o was like, I want you to get better as a comedian. So yep. you play wherever you need to play. Yep. I, you, we don't have a contract. Go do your thing. You know, and then with Mikey O, it was like every time you do a show, 400 people showed up. Yeah. Yep. And And so now you're like learning how to like kill in front of big crowds and like you're like, you know, you're getting less and less nervous because you're you're, you're figuring out how to work a crowd. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just for comedy, it's about not only just experience, but it's just this comfort level of like... Hey, that gives you the confidence to go. Oh, I, you know, I own this crowd right now.
2: The two minutes that we were on stage when we were helping to pass out those prizes for yeah. the uh, CPD nights, I'm sitting there and my heart is just like, why are you up here? Why are you up here? Why are you up here? Get down, <laughs> get down. They're all looking at you. Get the fuck out of it. The whole rip. And then like I'm on the mic and my my fucking hand is shaking like a <sighs> Michael J. Fox, and it's like it's it was a mess. It oh my! Impressive.
4: My buddy is a plumber, and he's like, anybody can
2: do what you
3: do.
4: Yeah. I nope, go, bro. Nope. I go. I go. I can go to plumbing school, for two years, and yeah. come out a decent plumber. There yeah, yeah, ain't no yeah. way you can come do what I do. The <laughs> one, you know, yeah. the one
2: thing that we did with them that was really in my comfort zone is when we did the uh, the cops versus comedians, uh, the so- softball ball softball game, game. Mm-hmm. and and we were on the mic, and I was just tearing people apart. I was yeah, like, so we, yeah. you know, hey, there's number seven. Who's that? Who the fuck cares? Let's get. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> and right,
1: we right, like, we go to You're like, um, all right. So we're going to set up And you want us to play by play Or do you, is anything off limits Can we rip up He's like Go ham mm-hmm. Yeah No restrictions we're like Okay Yeah There's this big dude with donuts He's trying <laughs> to bribe the police officers yeah. Great yeah, idea yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and then Anthony Fuentes is running down first base Losing his pants, his pants. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No that, that was That was a Again Again Mikey I mean That was
1: know. a year ago I think it was
2: yesterday Yeah, yeah, yeah! It just came up on the memory, so it was was a really cool thing. So, um, let me let me ask you. I mean, who I'm going to go through your progression from starting eight years ago to where you are now, meeting Mm -hmm. a lot of people in LA. Who's been your favorite person to work with out in LA?
4: Um. God, again, there's just so many, right? But you know, I, I've had the opportunity to, to to share stages with guys like Adam Sandler and mm. Bill Burr, Burt Kreischer. I've opened for Sebastian. Wow. You know, who's another Chicago yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's it's crazy. Like, for me, going to L.A. wasn't just about like, oh, I want to be famous. I want to be rich. It was just like, can I hold my own against the best in the world? Yeah. You know what I mean As a comedian At some point You gotta be like Can I do this mm-hmm. You know and not, and not just at like A local level no, like, You're, can you're I...
2: proving it to yourself Right Because otherwise How do you continue Yeah, yeah. And yeah.
4: so for for me It's like just this opportunity To go out And work with these Tremendously talented people And to Just to be able to You know, you know And what's crazy is like You grew up watching A lot of these people Yeah, yeah. I'm saying yeah. like yeah. David Spade I opened you know With oh, four, sure. and And um uh, oh, God. I'm, didn't I'm they just have, like, didn't now. they just do
1: something together, like Adam Sandler, David Spade? Like, uh, yeah, like 19
4: been. movies, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> no,
1: they just did, like, a comedy thing. But Adam Sandler doesn't do comedy as much. Like, I think it was, like, a bunch of them. And they, I think it was at the comedy store where they, they showed up, like, four or five of the guys, you know, that, yeah. that, that, that click. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So they were all there. So it's like, it's not really known for them to do that where right. they just go live and go ham. I mean, Adam Snyder is a movie guy At this point yeah. He's a producer at this point He's yeah, not yeah. really doing
4: But he did a Netflix special Last year Right Doing stand up Yeah
1: and, it, and it, that's a rare thing To see Yeah
4: But he. Well, what's crazy Is like he'll just Pop in and you're like, oh hey, what's up, Adams? Hey, what's going on? Can I go up? Like, yeah, yeah, like, of I, course. I hosted the open mic at the Hollywood Improv for like four years. Oh shit! And okay. Nick Swartz and in. Can I can I get some time, man? I go. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Ross would come in. Can I? Oh uh, yeah, really? They'd all come in. Hey, can I can I pop in? Yeah, dude. Yeah, right. Nick Swartz bro. <laughs> right. like, yeah, I'd love to have you on my open mic. Right, you know? right, right. But you know what though? It gives you this idea of like, you know, it's like just being like an athlete. Yeah. Like. Just shooting free thousand free throws a day, but like, but you know what in also in the cages
2: too, it, what, when you're when I hear you talk about people who have names show up and say hey can I get a spot it's showing respect for what yeah, you're doing as well you absolutely. know it's like hey like because you're gonna bump somebody I'm gonna bump somebody right yeah yeah I mean so Chappelle I've
4: watched for hours yeah oh yeah just out there just figuring it out just yes. talking you know what I mean for hours at a time he
1: does yeah You get it, like you said repetition like okay, let me see what works what doesn't work and then and I started wh- with
4: Hannibal. Like years ago with Hannibal Burris. He bowls at the Versi. Bro, yeah. And he, he, one night he came out, like just jumped in. And was just working out some new stuff, having fun. And this guy starts hackling him. He's like, Ooh. "I thought you were one. Of, I thought you are supposed to be funny." He goes, "Bro," he goes, "This is batting practice for me." He goes, I, "He goes, I'm just practicing singles right now." He goes, "Trust me, any moment I want, I can start hitting them out of the park." You
2: and know what's <laughs> funny is that I actually saw. Uh, I think it was like one of those uh, Comedy Central thirty minute specials. They, yeah. used, you know, they used to show all the time, which I I would just sit there and watch hours and hours and hours of this, and it just I couldn't get enough of it. Get a job. Man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I was like 16. You know oh, what I mean. Oh. I come home, it's like you know, yeah. Still should have had a job. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was working at Rainbow Cone, bro. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, but one, I remember, I remember watching Deon Cole on stage. Yeah. Read his notebook and then look around, back and forth. You see him scan the crowd and you're like, okay, that was a good one. And he yeah. checks it off. He yeah. yeah. literally he's did literally that in his showing that he's on digging. his last comedy show. He, it was he did that. Awesome. Yeah.
1: He's like, I'm gonna tell some jokes at towards the end of the comedy spot. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna tell some. Opens it up just like I yep, said. Yep. That's his thing. He's like, "All right, well that one
2: worked. Yeah. All right, we'll keep it out." That one, oh shit. That Sometimes you look the end of the pencil. Like, yes. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah.
4: I was out a sh- one night. I was at, a, at a sh- I was doing a show one night and Dion was on the lineup. Wow. And we both walked out at the same time and the uh, valet pulled our cars up at the same time. His yeah. is a Bentley and I had a Civic. <laughs> 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 and I look at him. I go. I go. Is it the Civic
2: yours or is it? <laughs> is that- <laughs> he just
4: started <had> laughing. Were you? Is the
2: Civic? No. Okay. Oh, okay. you're the Bentley. Got it, got it, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's fantastic. Uh, so, look, <laughs> you know, one, uh, we we talked about all three of these guys on the show, and uh, in the last, you know, year or so, there's been three big losses, Bob mm. Saget, Louis Anderson, and Gilbert Godfrey. Did you have any interaction with them at all? And, and, and you know, do you, like, you know, like me, I'm sure you watch a ton of comedy. You have yeah. watched, I mean, like, can you pick out specific moments from them that you remember that kind of like, oh, yeah, I should you know, that's, that's a cool thing, and that's a trick, or that's a whatever, you know? Louis
4: Anderson... So, I grew up watching Johnny Carson. Yeah, mm-hmm. My yes, mom yes, and dad, yes, yes. Let, like, they knew, they just knew. Like, <laughs> they knew I loved stand up. Yeah. And so they would let me stay up Up until the point that the stand ups performed on Johnny Carson. Mm. And Louis Anderson was one of the first people I remember on Johnny Carson. And, and he was one of the guys that we quoted as a family. Okay. Because you know? <laughs> he had that bit about being, uh, Uh, About um, Put your big boy Pants on Yes You know Get your big boy Pants on And so And that became Like a thing That we said is Like in our family That's awesome Go upstairs right now Get your big boy Pants on You know (laughs) And so then You know I would go to The comedy store Every Monday They have like The open mic on And you'd wait In line with A hundred people Hoping to get up And then You know Louis would drop in But you know, a lot of my friends opened for him in Vegas and they just talked about how generous he was with his time, with his mm. money, with his you could crash at his house. Wow. And 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 I was talking to some comedian friends of mine, like, you know, similar to like Coming from three generations Of firefighters mm-hmm. Like it's a small community You know there's hundreds Of comedians But at the same time It's a small community mm-hmm. And so we have this bond You, to, you know that, that Like we're all in this Kind of Like I've,
1: I've been where You've been Yeah it. So exactly. you know what Let me throw you a little bone And then help you out
4: every, everywhere, every opportunity I've gotten to stand up Was provided by another comedian For the mm-hmm. most part you know what I mean? It's because they've opened the doors for me Right You know, and so um, Yeah, and then with, with uh, Bob Saget I, I met him briefly uh, in the green room of, of a, a show one time And I was a little starstruck yeah. You know, but America's uh, dad Again, yeah. could not have been more polite Could not have been nicer I mean, he just was, you know, he, very generous with his time he, he
2: seemed like I think when we don't get to look at the life The background life of a lot of comics And with him we saw, especially when he passed away, uh, you know, the, his life outside of comedy mm-hmm. and how much he just loved being a comic. Like yes, he just we loved it. Where he was just like it was just like the only you could see. It, and, and they talked about like even when he was doing Full House, he's like, I I appreciate the paycheck. This job kind of sucks. Yeah. And then when you saw him, and you saw him show up in half baked, and like, yeah, you know, ever sucked dick for weed, like I was like, oh shit, yeah, you're fucking like that's my like comedy, like, yeah. Like, and then all of a sudden, like, I fell in love with him, and and the way that he he did his act, so especially, you know, being famous off of the back of Full House, right? So yeah. that was a really kind of cool thing, um, to be able to witness.
4: It's dude, it's it's uh. I don't know, man. It's like I, I do that joke. I go where I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm literally one of the funniest people in the world, mm. you know, and, and people kind of like roll their eyes or whatever. But it's like there's seven billion people on the planet, mm-hmm. and there's only about five hundred comics. So when you think about it in this that scale, you're yeah, you're, yeah. You know what I'm top saying? echelon. Like, yeah. And again, but I'm not any funnier than the other right. four hundred that do this professionally. There's some people that actually, I'm in awe of. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it is a, a, a club of like people that are like putting themselves out there day in, day out. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not this like um Uh, Amazing Crazy Awesome life It's like It's driving six hours To you know Up to Minnesota In the middle of a blizzard For a a 200 bucks It's You know what I mean Like it's It's just like anything else It's a grind And and not not to make like a segue But like It's just like Hitting the minor leagues For years And then you know You get the call up You get the call up And and now all of a sudden You know But you know Then now there's that pressure To stay up there You know We saw with your your mean Mercedes Right The guy comes out (laughs) Hits eight hits in a row Hasn't been done in a hundred years And now they're like Two years later He's on a different ball club yep. You know So Yeah yep.
1: So is there anybody That you like Looking forward into Your comedic uh, career That you would want to work with
4: Oh I just I mean I love comedy so much I, I Like working with Sebastian uh, For a weekend Was an absolute treat You know and, and again You know Like we're sitting in the green room And I'm just like You know You try to be professional mm-hmm. Respect their space and stuff But he's sitting there going like Listening to a, a recording of a set that he had done two years earlier because there was a bit about a, a restaurant and he thought he was going to try it out tonight. You know what I'm saying? But, like, mm. for him, it, it's like it's always work, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and every time I watch these guys, and I see Sebastian, how he controls his face and his movements and his arms and his—you know what know—I'm saying, like, oh, that's right, like that's part of this experience. Yeah. You know, it's it's like what, how, it's you know, where am I going to go? Act, yeah, right? yeah. That, and, yeah. And,
2: and it's funny enough. I was going to ask you. I is, you know, a lot of his movements and his mannerisms are very intentional, seeming. Bale, you know, completely. what I completely, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And and then I, I, you know, I, and I don't want to get like into controversy, but like. I watched Louis CK a couple yeah. of weeks ago and this Great is a, comic. and I'm sitting there in a booth with Louis CK mm-hmm. and I'm watching Dane Cook and it's yeah. like wow what a surreal life I live and, and 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 Louis leaning over to me is like oh he's got the cuz what had happened that night was uh Dane didn't watch the show he showed up he did a spot but he did a he did a bit that was very similar to a previous comedian's and so oh. the audience is looking around going like We've heard this bit before. Right. Oh. And Dane is so experienced that he picked up on it real quick and then changed directions on the joke. And, you yeah. know what I mean, got into another joke. Yeah. And Louie pointed it out. So I'm sitting there, like, talking to, like, Louis C.K. about But it's all comedy. All we do is we talk about comedy inside and out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just, like, whether you're a baseball player or a basketball player, like, this is our life and this is what we do. Right. And we spend hours on it. Just... You know passionate about it
1: well yeah it's like you you're sharpening your, your your knife there and you're yeah. always going to continue to do that, yeah, so you're talking about someone almost
4: I make comedy sound so serious
1: <laughs> someone t- <laughs> <laughs> someone t- similarly uh, with a similar joke have you ever had a joke stolen
4: yes, yeah, I've had jokes I've had you you like to give people the benefit of the doubt and, okay. and so I can't say if it's been stolen or if it's just been a similar premise um but um, uh, it's funny because a, a buddy of mine had a joke stolen. He's six foot nine, about three hundred fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he called the Jesus. dude up, and he's like, "Yeah, man, you're doing my joke. I ain't doing your joke. I don't think he knew how yeah, big yeah, he yeah. was. Like, why don't we get together and meet?" <laughs> 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 he just saw this towering figure. He's like, "Oh, yeah, you know what? Maybe I, I bought that joke." And so somebody, you know, <laughs> blah, blah. It's so funny, dude. But yeah, you've heard, I've, I've heard some of my jokes be told on SNL. Wow. You know? and I'm just like, oh, that's, that. and like, literally my phone's blowing up. Like, dude, they just did your joke on SNL. You know, but imagine you're a writer on SNL and you got to come up with, like, hundreds of jokes every week. It's yeah. like, I'm not saying that they stole it, but, but it's just it, like. if it's
2: a topical thing, you might have the same opinion right. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. But no, it, was, not, it was, it was. No, because part. I asked about stealing
1: jokes. You got the Carlos Mencia with yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. And, and it happens more often to, like, let's say an opener. Yeah. Like, oh, the guy just starting. He's nobody You know, I'm yeah, Dana Carvey yeah. I'm just gonna I'll take that there's little this, bit here
4: There's this funny story About Robert Schimmel Who passed away But um, he opened for Joan Rivers And he had a really funny joke and uh, she's like, "That's a great joke." She goes, "I'll give you twenty five dollars for it." And he's just <laughs> like, "No, that's my joke." And she walks out of the room. And his buddy goes, "You should have taken the twenty five bucks." And the next she, night, yeah. she did that joke on yeah. the Tonight Show. Right. Yeah. He's like, "You just lost twenty five bucks." She's going to take it anyways, yeah, because the rule has always been the first to get it on television wins, right? Like that was the rule because it's you know?
1: recorded. So now it's their right. joke, it's right? Their joke, you yeah. know.
4: And the, anybody going like, "That's my joke," but one time I had a guy reach out to me, and he's just like, hey, I, you know, you and I have a similar joke." It was about uh, nose hair. You pull the nose, you know, you pull lot of nose hair and piece of brain attached to it <laughs> you know? this kid hit me up and he's just like yeah you're doing my joke da, da, da. and i just pulled the tape from like 2006 yeah i was like here i've been doing this in 2000 he's like and he hadn't started comedy until 2012 so it's like well okay he's like can i do the joke i'm like
3: no oh.
2: <laughs> yeah i mean and, and that's the thing is that if you come up with something organically and you find out that someone you know what i mean i yeah. i it was it was uh It was something that I... I forgot exactly what it was. It was a phrase I used to say all the time. And then... Oh, the phrase was... um when I was 18 My father was an idiot When I turned 21 I realized he's a genius Yeah And then like 10 years later I'm reading some Mark Twain And it was something Very similar But like very right. Mark Twainy. I was like Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> you, thought, you thought it up? I did Like it yeah. was something Just in my head Because I remember being 18 And my, they're like Yeah you're a dick You don't know shit And I'm like Oh you know a lot Yeah But I mean we're all Experiencing
4: the same life Right yeah, So yes. there's a lot of Parallel thinking out there And so a lot of times You just give people The benefit of the doubt I don't get caught up In that man Like i Try to write jokes that are so unique to me, mm-hmm. like the Special yes. Olympics joke. Yeah. Right? So there's no yeah. other comics been Special Olympics. <laughs> too, so. Please
1: watch the comedy special. <laughs> you will be crying at the end of that joke.
4: So, you know, I just try to write stuff that's unique to me, and that way nobody can steal it. Yeah. Because it's your like, experience, that's right. Ken, like, Ken Gar was in the Special Olympics, not you. You yeah. can't take that joke. That's Ken Gar's joke, you know.
2: So, you know, uh, you, you mentioned SNL, and that's a trigger point for me because I am a ridiculous SNL fan. I watch every episode. I, I try to go back and watch old episodes. You saw my bookcase. Full Eddie. Of... when do you work, I don't I don't. All right? You I play don't. softball and watch comedy. I huh? don't play softball. I just <laughs> sit there and oh, he point, at he children. Watches. Yeah. I point at children. Do the thing that I can't do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I've always been a huge like, Again, yeah. it, it comes down to Comedy Central. They do just, you know, mm-hmm. reruns and, and you're just watching that stuff. So, um, you know, what it, it's, it's getting to a point where a lot of people are like, it's too old. It's got to go. Lauren is on his way out. Everyone thinks that, you know, Keenan is going to take over. What Ooh. is your take on the, oh. the controversy?
3: Controversy.
4: I hadn't heard that. I yeah. mean, I can't really dog SNL because five of my friends are on it right now. Who do you got? Um, well, actually, uh, Melissa Villasenor is now she just leaving. Left. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, Chris Red is a friend of mine from Chicago. He's Great comic. Nice. I love him. Um, uh oh, who else Aristotle just left yeah, he, just he did left, just yeah. one year he was funny
3: yeah.
2: he, he had funny. These really like really it was he did a lot of very unique bits where you didn't see on SNL where in the the first like minute and a half you're just kind of looking like what is happening and by the end you're like holy fuck that just happened yeah. like it was so cool um Le-
4: Leslie Jones not a friend but right, like right, you know right. you just you just know these people i, I did roast battle one night In yes. the comedy store yes. i looked up and the cast of saturday night live was there oh. and luckily i won that night and yeah, i yeah. hadn't noticed them until after Roast battle yeah. was over, but if for people that I don't know, you you battle another comic. It's yeah, just yeah. like it used to be like the old school yo mama jokes, you yeah. know. But mm-hmm. like you make it about them. But um, but yeah, it was it was insane. But um, I love SNL. Um, I think it is an important um media tool for what's going on in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think Very whether so. it's good or bad, yes. I think that it's necessary yeah. because it is. It, you know, for me, it's parody at its highest level, and it needs to be part of our culture. It it brings you know?
2: brevity to like some of the most situ- uh, serious situations yeah. that we're facing. We're like, you know, like what oh if- that
4: episode after nine yes. eleven where Ju- Rudy came out. Can we can we laugh now? He's like, why start now? You know, and <laughs> love the hate guy, hate the guy, I love that. Whatever. He's yeah, changed yeah. a lot, but that was a great moment. That you was know? that was a good moment. There's been so many great moments on Saturday Night Live, and I think it's just part of our fabric as a, as a society, and I think it needs to stay there you know could could it get better maybe yeah absolutely but i think that like i think people have just maybe raised the bar a little bit too high as well yeah you know and i think that um i i think that one of the problems is that you know we're we're trying to um you know comedy in net in general just not in snl i just had a guy you know i do a joke about plan b the plan mm-hmm. b pill he's like oh, God. He, he put a comment like not funny there's nothing and i'm like dude don't take like it's just a, a joke, joke right? yeah, yeah. You know, but right. I think everyone now, because of Twitter and yes. Instagram and everything's Facebook, everyone's got a fucking opinion. Yeah, they think it. their opinion's the only one. And they think their own opinion. And if you don't agree with it, it's like, dude, it's just a joke. You yeah. know what? You
2: know what? Like, it's really the, the biggest effect is is they're trying. They they've never hidden the fact of of how political they are, and you can see which way they lean. And if you, SNL, yes, yeah. And if you don't agree with that leaning, it doesn't matter what they say. Yeah. They are terrible. They're not funny because they made fun of the guy that I like. I didn't pay attention to any of the rest of the show. Right. Except for that one thing that I didn't like. So I don't like any of it. Yeah. There's no real concept or context that they're taking into it and they have no idea what's going on. You know, and it's just like it's just like music. You're like, what are this crap they listen to? I was like, hey, uh, they used to say that about your music, dude. Like yeah. you just mm-hmm. you you stopped keeping up with it, so it didn't right. it's no longer familiar to you, and I don't like that. But everyone's got a mouthpiece now. Oh, yeah. Before it's just don't watch it. Right. Yeah. Turn don't it like, off, yeah, man. Exactly. Don't watch
4: reruns of the honeymooners. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But now it's especially just releasing a, a special. And I don't I, like I look at the comments, a lot of times I'll post them on my Instagram Instagram, even yeah, if they're yeah. terrible yeah, You know what I mean yeah. like, oh, I just wasted 50 minutes of my life And I just be like oh, I just got 50 minutes of this dude's life <laughs> <Right? So laughs> That's I right. own you bro yeah. You know But for me it's like Then just You know and, and I always take the high road Hey man thanks for at least checking it out Yes 100% yeah. You know what I mean I appreciate you It makes him you know, feel worse <laughs> Absolutely Like Here's oh my god He actually contacted me yeah. yeah, But comedy is subjective man You're yes. gonna yes. like so it yeah. You're not gonna like it You know what I'm saying And so it's it's No skin off my back man Yeah Absolutely
1: all right so Ken, so what advice would you give someone that wanting that wants to pursue a career in comedy? Don't do it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have enough competition right now.
1: <laughs> You'd be like 501? <laughs> no. Go coach,
4: go coach softball.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> For once you're getting roasted I, am, I, am. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I, there's too much Cub stuff in here I know what's
4: happening it, You know it's just It's cliche It is But it's just Go out and do it I met those guys From Tony Tina's wedding I've always wanted To try stand up I didn't have the, the nerve Or the balls to do it mm. A friend of mine Started doing stand up and went and watched her One night uh, Denise Ramson Very funny Chicago comedian And I'm like Maybe I can do this And I wrote a bunch Of stuff down And I invited 30 Of my friends out and I did it, and you know, I wasn't great my first night, of course, but not. I was good enough to go. Oh, maybe I can try this again. Yeah, and that's it, man. And so, w- what I do, just like any other thing that you're going to take on, like go, go f- full bore. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like jump in the deep end and jump just do in, it, man. So, like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a comedian, like, you know, write every day, um, challenge yourself to to do as many open mics as possible, and um, you know, and then also study it. Watch the greats. Yes. You know, watch the people. Because when you first start doing stand-up, you're basically a... You're, you're going to replicate the people that you're yeah, drawn correct. to. You know what I'm saying? And prior, so
2: Prior did that with Cosby.
4: Right. And if you listen to Eddie Murphy and Pryor, yeah. 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 Very Eddie similar. Murphy, yes. Every Eddie's borrowed a lot from
3: yes. from Pryor.
4: So, um, you know, and, and a lot of people took from um, uh, George Carlin. You know yes. what I mean, he, he introduced an entirely different style. Yes. yes. You know, so for me, it's like if you're new and you're getting into comedy... Um, uh, Go to as many open mics as possible. But also, and this is the mistake that I made, is because I had never intended to be a full-time comedian. So, like, I didn't hit two, three open mics a night. Mm. Uh, Meanwhile, Hannibal was. T.J. Miller was. um, Beth Stelling was. Mm -hmm. Right? Like Miller. You know what I'm saying? So, like, these guys are out there hustling every night. And I'm just like, eh, just do it for fun. Drink some beers, you know. But if you're going to do it, do it. You know, take as many uh, improv classes as you can. If there's a stand up class out there, take it. A lot of people, oh man, why would you take a stand up class? And, like, because it forces you to write. It gives you it gives homework assignments. Yeah. It gives you structure. Yeah. It gives you stage time. It gives you, you know what I'm saying? So, just like any other job, like you go to the fire academy for a couple of years before you come out a firefighter, police mm-hmm. academy, yep. uh, trade school, college. Like, college is the open mics and it's like writing every day and it's studying the greats and, and, and trying to, like, be, be like them So, so do you
1: write I'm sorry to cut you off You write every day Like I, based I, on everything That you happens that one day
4: No it's so like my, my whole thing is like I'll I'll So I try to write every day Um, But it, You know for me It's like um, I'll, I'll write down like I'll I'll have like Different writing prompts Okay So I'll go like I'll go to like uh, Barnes and Noble Or even you know, Amazon or whatever And I'll just like Get these writing prompts books And what it does Is it gets my brain moving And
2: you know, mm. tell us about a
4: time you know you had summer you know summer vacation or your summer you know whatever. Oh yeah, like, oh tri- Disney. Tri- I went to Disney yeah. when I was twelve.
2: Yeah, triggering memories. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and so like it, it gives you like gets gets your brain moving in that direction. And then I try to write a couple monologue jokes every day about what's going on in the news. You know, I'm not a topical comedian, but mm. like, you know, you never know. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You never know when some guy's like, "Hey, can you come write for the Tonight Show?" It's like, "Yeah, man, here's a hundred, you know, monologue jokes." You know what I'm mm. saying? Wow. So for me, it's just like. Um, you know, it's just working that thought process out. So now I just did a special and now I'm done with that material. So that material was about going over the, overseas to mm-hmm. entertain the troops. It was about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was about getting um, divorced and dating and, and marrying my new wife. Right. And now it's like I'm a different person now. Correct. Yeah. Right. I've, I've changed you, an individual. Got rid of that
1: uh, the exterior and it's, right. it's new, your new and person. And now yeah. it's time to peel back the, the, the onion, yeah. you
4: know, and go, okay, well, how much, what, how deeper can we get now? Because I don't want to tell those jokes anymore So now I'm like It's all new st- Like tonight You know I'm doing a show tonight And I'm like It's all new stuff Beautiful You know yeah, We will We'll be there You'll get to see me struggle <laughs> You can always make fun of us mm-hmm. That's true
2: oh, so Yeah You're like So I went on this fucking podcast today <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, uh, I really want to ask you, we've we've said Mikey owes uh, times enough on this show today that he only owes me money at this. Yeah, point. he yeah. owes his money. Yeah. But Mikey, but, Mikey owes you money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, aside from Mikey, o, can you name like, you know, two or three people that have been really influential to help you like on your path to where you are now?
4: It's so strange, but um, uh, my mentor is uh, Brad Garrett uh, from Everybody Loves Raymond. Really? Wow! Yeah, he's my mentor, and so I had the opportunity to work for, uh, open for him many years ago at the Chicago Improv. Um, We hit it off, and um, we kept in touch. He opened up a club in Las Vegas, and I perform there a couple of times a year now at the MGM Grand. And I've had the opportunity to work with him and open for him a couple of times. He's he's a buddy, you know, uh, but like a work buddy. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, and you talk about those people that reach that level, like Adam Sandler and David Spade, and these guys, um, so generous with his time, um, s- you know, so so generous with his knowledge. You know, mm-hmm. anytime I have a question, hey man, I'm trying to do this. like, Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, he's made phone calls for me. He's put yeah. me in front of his acting coach. He's just like, you know, and you know, he's he's old school. He won the first Star Search ever. You know, he opened for yeah. Sinatra. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. He, he epitomizes show business You know But at the same time It's just like You know He's on the big One of the biggest shows In the world And then all of a sudden Now he can't get work And then he gets his own show You know and what I mean So cast. it's like yeah, uh-huh. You know what I mean it's, it, it is It is a, a crazy roller coaster ride So is that you know? something
2: That you're like Wanting to get into Some acting Or are you looking more To do writing
4: No I Well I mean I, I'm up for whatever <laughs> <laughs> I just want to work And I think in this day and age It's like, the power is really in the showrunner, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's the people that run the show, and you might write and star in your own show. I mean, that's the dream, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the right. Ken Gar show or yeah. whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, for me, it's like, I just want to create. I just want to work. Yeah. I produced my own special. I didn't wait for Netflix or Showtime or HBO, and yep. it's not because I don't want you know, I didn't have those opportunities. It's because I wanted to control my own destiny. Yep. I wanted to control be able to control the narrative, right? Like, I wanted to control the narrative. I didn't want them getting notes and I didn't want them editing shit. I know a comedian she just got an HBO special and she hates it because they edited the shit out of it in a way that she didn't want it. You know, so I'll, I own it. You know, I shot it in one take. I didn't do multiple shows. Yeah, that I was know. it. Like I that know was, was there. that was that was it, man. And then and I got it out and I and I own it and I control it, you know. And so for me, you know, to answer your question, it's like, yeah, I'd love to write. Yeah, I'd love to be on a mm-hmm. TV show. I, I it's not that I don't have Like, it's not that I have a specific goal, it's that I want to be in show business, yeah. And so, whatever that gig is, I've written for uh telethons where I'm working with Charlize Theron and Natalie Portman and Mm -hmm. Jane Fonda and like all these like huge people, and like that was the gig that week. Mm. And then you flip the calendar next week, I'm going to Dubai and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and then so. the week after that, I'm going to Vegas. And then the week, you know what I mean. So, and then the week after that, I'm doing a, a small club for a few hundred bucks in Arizona yeah. because that's just where the gig's at.
2: You know what I'm saying? It's 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 just one of those things. That's where the life experience, you know, the, the experiences in your life and the stories that you tell, and that's how you build up. I mean, I, I'm sure I got tons of stories that this guy's, you know, tired of listening to. But I mean, like I, I just as you do different things in your life, you feel like that is a unique experience to yourself, and that's where you're able to draw a lot of the stories and a lot of the. Uh, you know the the jokes that you come up with yeah. and just because of those experiences
4: you, you and i tell every comedian And that's another thing I would tell a lot of young comedians is like Yes, it's important to do open mics. Just it's important to write every day, but like you got to write about something. Yeah. So go outside and experience life. Yeah. Go you know? go out
1: there and get exposed.
4: I told a friend I go. He's like, "What? Well, where you get all these great jokes?" I go go get dumped, motherfucker. Go get, <laughs> go get your
2: heart broken. Well, you like, think every time you your dad know? comes in, and he goes, "Have I got a story for you?" That's him telling you. And if you make yeah. to hey, even if it's not, even if you're just embellishing little things to make it funnier, that's the thing. Hey, this is the thing. That There's going to me. be some type yeah, of connection. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah I was cool. at, I was at, I was at a restaurant or a Subway. I was like at a Subway the other day this dude's like How's your day going? It's, going? it's going good He goes What'd you do today? I
1: was like <laughs> I'm at Subway I
4: go, I go I minded my own Fucking business That's what I did <laughs> But I'm like But that happened I'm like I gotta write this down yeah. I like, guess like You know But I'm like what, what did I do today? Yeah. You know And I know he's just Trying to like Give good customer service Right to, But I'm just like yeah. You know But it's, you, you yeah. just like Sit there And my, my wife and I Will be like You know We very argue very rarely Because we're newlyweds But every once in a while We'll start arguing and I'll just pick up my phone And she goes are you Us. writing this down right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm at work right now. Like,
1: like no, I'm recording it with my voice app, and I'm gonna write it later. Yeah. <laughs> no man.
2: You know, a, a weird thing. We were at we were at uh, Target yesterday, and we we're toying with the idea. I'm trying to convince my wife that we need a new TV upstairs because it's not as big as the space that's upstairs, right? <laughs> and and, uh, and I'm sitting there, so we, you know, we're just, I'm probably not gonna buy it at Target, but hey, look at that clear one. And this kid comes up and he goes, uh, Hey, can I can I help you with anything? I go no I'm just looking he goes oh I'm I'm sorry I'm like that's your job. Why are you sorry? Like it yeah. was fucking weird. Like it's just, yeah, it, it's people learning to interact with one and ch- uh, one another again is is odd, especially oh, if you after get stuck after a, a pandemic, yeah.
4: dude. People don't know how to behave at nope, all. Nope, not at all.
2: I'm sorry for speaking, sir. Like, <laughs> oh, they don't know how. To, people have no <laughs> idea how to behave. Even
4: audiences bridge? at comedy shows, it's like fucking just leave. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> Can't, we're gonna record if that happens to us We're recording that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my phone and record it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: please
1: do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. More with Ken Garr right after these messages.
2: This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram and Facebook. Check
1: it us out. Y te lo dice. Enrique Calderon.
0: Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TrueFan15. TrueFan15 15. for 15, 15, 15, 15. 15, fifteen percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TrueFan15 for fifteen percent off of your entire
2: order. Hey, this is Mikey O, and you're listening to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Don't forget to visit Mikey O at Mikey O Show or www.Mikeyoshow.com. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z, and today's guest Ken Gar. I want a nickname. Yeah, uh, K Dog. Kind of cool. I don't know. K Dog. Hey, first, first of all, first of all, the guy who gave us these names would totally call you K Dog if you really. Had, yeah, hundred yeah, percent.
3: I am a Dog. He
2: called me E Rock and Big Z.
1: Why did he call you E Rock? that they just made that up?
2: Yeah, I can mean because e, oh, e. Can e. I be G Spot? Yeah, <laughs> that's hard. They, they, <laughs> that's they can't, find the play. Yeah, can't find you. Yeah, that's where the socks play. <laughs> I gotta use two fingers. Oh, <laughs> dig deeper. All right, so. I mean, I, I already know the answer to this, but for the people out there listening, every guest that comes on gets the same question, mm-hmm. Cubs or socks. White Sox? Yeah.
4: I work for a living. I'm
2: from the motherfucking South Wait side. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying that Cubs trans don't work? You
4: guys are all like these white collar. How do you go to a one o'clock game every day go to a beer garden? It's just dude, I've been to enough Cubs games. Come on.
2: The the problem is the people you see at the Cubs games aren't Cubs fans, they're people like the party. The people the actual Cubs fans can't afford those fucking tickets. (laughs) <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: So, they're I mean. Nah,
4: there's some, I've got friends that are really diehard Cubs fans that are like really know the game, really love, you know, but but going to Wrigley, most of my experiences have been just kind of people that want to go get fucked up and party. And know? it's fun. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it is dude, the Cubs game's fun. They're awesome. Yeah.
1: There's I'm, nothing wrong with the Cubs yeah, game. experience.
4: No. I mean, I There's like, certain
1: Cubs fans you just don't want to deal with.
4: We were talking before uh, before we started recording about Carlos Zambrano, who's been a guest on this podcast. Mm-hmm. and. I, I actually, I had uh, behind home plate like eight rows up while, when he um, pitched a three-game shutout or three-hit shutout, and it was just, like, just as a baseball fan yes. you gotta respect it, of you course. know. And and but yeah, there's a lot of Cubs fans that I've almost, I've only almost ever gotten into a fight at, at Wrigley Field, you know, in a baseball setting. Like there's just <laughs> just people get mouthy and you know, um, you beer balls. Yeah, they do, and it's just it brings out a lot of douchey people. And, yeah. You know, but, you know, whatever. Plus, it, it's like, I don't, you know, I grew up hating the fucking Cubs. Yeah. I just, you know, I did. I, I was, I think it's always a jealous thing. I think as a White Sox fan, you can't just not be a little jealous. Yeah.
2: It's a we, little brother com- always, uh, complex. Yeah, we it always is. talk about that, right? Like, it's so uh, little brother syndrome. It's like, man, yeah. how come they did this? And how come they didn't do that? And I mean, it's just, the funny thing is, is that I always talk about, I never, ever Paid attention to baseball Until the uh, The home run chase With uh, Sosa and McGuire Oh nice I did not I mean yeah. like I was all All bears All bulls I okay. didn't care about baseball and I still you know very mediocre might care for uh, hockey. Um, but, I mean, like, that's just what it was. In my mm-hmm. house, and we, the weird thing is that I don't know why. My father's from Jamaica. He don't, he, why would he love American football? I think when he, I was pretty young, Bears won the Super Bowl, so it was like, okay, well, we spend Sundays watching football. And i like, oh, yeah, even was, if there's other things that I have to do, I'm like, but the Bears is on. Yeah. My, my family knows not to plan things when yeah. Bears are playing. That's just <laughs> what it is, you know. Yeah. We'll go
1: back to you in February.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. February. Yeah. Yeah, when the Bears are done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: You think, you think <laughs> yeah, they're making yeah, it that far? Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. Making they're making it that far. Done, I'm just December saying, we're just yeah, saying
1: that's like, that's football's
2: done. That's yeah, what yeah,
1: I'm yeah. saying. Like, don't bother you while oh, yeah, football's yeah. on until February. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't God. make
4: any plans. Yeah, no, that's true. I got real yeah,
3: confused true. by that comment. Yeah, no, I was like, wait a minute. Usually done by mid-November, really. Yeah, right. Oh. Yeah, typically, yeah, especially this year.
2: All right, man. So, like, this has been a very frustrating White Sox season. Even from for someone like me who's a Cubs fan, we talk about that like quite a bit, actually. What What to you has been the most frustrating thing about this season? I've
4: been a a White Sox fan since 1987. Mm -hmm. I used to take the bus down to the White Sox games with my buddies. Um, I I have never seen a season like this. If you take 2005. Every single day, somebody stepped up and had the Mm -hmm. best day of their life. It was a pitcher, a reliever, you know, whatever. Whoever it was, one dude always stepped up, and it's the exact opposite in this season. Every game, there's a letdown. Every game, one person has the worst game of their life.
1: Like when you put Angle in for defensive replacement, and then he drops a foul ball.
4: I was so mad. And my wife's like, why do you get mad? I go, I don't have anything else in my life. <laughs> I go, let me just get mad at this, please, for the love of God. But, yeah, dude, it's, it's you know, uh, I mean, even even um, uh, Liam Hendrickson uh, blowing the first save of the year. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, no. Dude, we're
1: paying you money to save a game. You're there for one inning.
4: Bro. And I was like, oh, no. Because it was like that was the, the kind of like the beginning. And it was.
1: How about Joe Kelly coming over here after being having been a stud and just. Sharing his pants go, every can single this time. this guy
4: get off the mound without a trainer? Walking him back to the, you know what I mean? And look, <laughs> I get it, people get hurt, but I'm not kidding you, dude. At least three or four times they have, he's, he's had to walk back to the dugout with a trainer. Yeah, I
1: just don't understand what's and wrong. And then they with
4: put him. him in the first inning. The yeah, 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 the other day to the the
1: be a starter. I'm like, why?
2: What? The opener. His,
1: yeah, he was the opener. Dude, your ERA is almost eight. Yeah. Why would you give up two runs to be behind the ball already? Oh, that was so weird. And he still walked off that game.
4: Right. And I don't... So and it should
1: not have been a walk-off.
4: It's just one of these years. And now, now, look, they've had a lot of injuries. Everybody does. A lot. But, I mean, you're talking about there's been only four games this whole year where their big six have played together. Right. Four games. You know what I'm saying? And so... Sounds like the Bulls, right? Yeah. Oh, man. So, it's, been, it's mm-hmm. been insane. This year is just, honestly, the weirdest year I've ever experienced yeah. where, you know, Lucas Giolito went from an ace to, like, a four. Yeah. You know, just having a bad year. Yeah, well, uh, it is.
1: he's hanging up a lot. He's hanging a fastball just right down the middle.
4: Oh, writers are just right-handed guys are just
2: crushing them. But yeah. here's the thing with Gleydio: he had struggles when he was with the Nationals, and that's why they were okay with getting rid of him. He was supposed to be a young stud coming up through the minors. Got to watch Supposed to be this, the next big thing for them, and he just never really panned out because he would have been there right around the same time with Steven Strasburg when he was really popping. Yeah, but they he just never. And and I'm telling you this because. I'm very familiar with the fact that he Took forever to develop because he had him on A fantasy league for like three years I'm like this is the next Big thing never panned out Wow I get rid of him I just straight I was like Fuck this guy and I dropped him and he was Like oh and he dropped me Thank all God! Right, I'm yeah. start. He's yeah. like, I like, like I got I'm the monkey off my back. Right? Yeah, and then he just fucking like comes out on fire. He comes over and and he's just always been real up and down. With I'll his say career. something
4: real controversial because I mean we all hate Josh Donaldson. Yes. <laughs> but Josh Donaldson made that, that dude made that quote to to Giolito about the ball's not sticky anymore. Yeah, and you yeah. kind of gotta wonder yeah. uh-huh. if some of this drop off in performance it is because of that. It's not. I mean, he's a year older, two years older than his peak. Yeah. But but also. Maybe he did use the sticky stuff, and it is like changing his change up or changing his slider. Yeah, there's,
1: his revolutions are down like eight hundred. Right, you know. So, so that's a like, big difference this, there.
4: You know, and and you know, somebody like Josh Donaldson, it's just like I don't know why he's got to lie, and yeah. that that's a very specific. Like you're a
1: douchebag, yeah. but yeah. damn, you might be right on right. that one.
2: And I do. I mean, I still hate the guy, but maybe he's like, right. yeah, right. There. He has no reason to lie anymore. He's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes, "You're gonna hate me anyway, so it doesn't matter what I say." Oh, he doesn't give a
4: shit.
1: He's, he's AJ Prezinski.
4: Yeah, he's oh, yeah. everybody hated AJ, and then he came to White Sox and went, like, oh, look these." Guy, yeah, I love those.
1: Yeah, he's also, he's actually really good on, on the booth, though.
4: Oh, yeah, He's yeah. he
2: really good in the booth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're
4: uh, talking about him becoming a man dragon. Oh, uh, you know, he's, like he's
2: not a player person, No, you no, know. nah, he'll he would last like you know. Yeah, training camp. <laughs> I'll be like, get this guy the fuck out of here. There's a reason yeah. I to beat really
1: him. Yeah. So the, right now the Sox are what two games out of because uh, Cleveland. Yeah, as of
4: today, they were two games out.
1: There. So they need yeah. to win this one, and then we have to find out what Seattle and Cleveland does. Right. But do you see them actually winning this uh, division?
4: I do. Actually, I do. I mean, I'm 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 optimistic. I already cashed out my vet. I
1: bets two months ago Really? I cashed them out There's no way so It was down to like $2 <laughs> Here's
4: my rationale Right um, Minnesota has no starting pitching right They now. don't mm. um, I saw an interesting statistic last night Where it said they rank 27th in innings pitched So they're only getting maybe Four and a half Five innings out of their starters Which right. means The bullpen sucks The bullpen sucks And they're getting tired Yep uh, Buxton, I don't know when he's coming back, but he's their entire offense. Right. Um, they just lost Polanco. He's he's hurt with a, a knee injury. And again, you know, we all have, um, you know, every team has injuries, but those are two centerpieces. For, those
1: are the two big cogs, right? And Carrillo hasn't been that great,
4: right? Now you look at Cleveland, and now their their big guns are hurt. Yeah. Their starting pitching is hurt. So I think at least my hope is that the White Sox are going to get healthy at the right time. They've got a pretty weak schedule.
1: It's all versus the Central.
4: It's all versus the Central, but also you've got the Rockies. I mean, the Mariners are great. Yeah, the Mariners, yeah. But... You know, you don't really, you're not facing a lot of competition. So I really think that it's really a a, a three horse race, obviously. But I think they've got a good chance of really pulling this off.
1: Do you think that the. uh, Like Atlanta
4: did last year. Atlanta got hot at the end? Yeah, they got hot. Right. Towards the end of August. I mean, I think they were like like five or 10 games under 500, the All Star. Exactly.
1: So now that the big news has has been uh, talked about, about the La Russa exiting because of heart condition. Yeah. Do you think that's more of uh, an administration of of the White Sox saying. You know what? It's time for you to bow out. Let's have you settle no. do it you know, in a in a, in a, a respectable I so. way. I don't
4: think so, man. I, I mean, the guy so. is 78 years old. Yeah. He, you know, obviously was was a bit of a drinker. You know, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, was. so, you know, you don't you don't get 2 DUIs on on the two nights you went drinking. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> there was 300 nights you didn't get caught. <laughs> So I, I don't think so. I think that he very well could have some health issues. I also think that yeah. Reinsdorf is very loyal to his people.
2: Because he was at the game. He was at the yeah. game. And it was like an hour before the game. He was suited up. He was talking to, I think, Dave Stewart, they said. He was literally in his office right. talking to Dave Stewart. And they're like, hey, uh, we got the results of that test. We think you should pull back, right. come back to Arizona, take some more tests. I think that's what happened. I, I think it was a real situation, but at the yeah. same time, now you got Miguel Cairo in there, and he's a he's a from everyone. And he was like, "All right, let's fucking go." Like I, I, I'm sure he's tired of watching all yes. this talent get wasted yes. all season, and fucking Larusa take naps by the third inning, Yep. right? So he's like, "Look, guys, I'm look, hey, you're not fooling me, man. I you're not fooling me, man. I seen it. You better do it." <laughs> I
4: don't, <laughs> I, knowing that you're not Puerto Rican that makes me way more uncomfortable because I'm like I told my wife well, I'm going to some Puerto Rican's house for a podcast and, I, and now you're like Nah, I'm Jamaican and I Irish i am like, what <laughs> um so I am uncomfortable but <laughs> but that, that takes a lot I don't I don't subscribe to this thing that like Tony is really tanking this team man I, mean, I, don't, think tanking one, I don't think he's taking it. I
3: just don't think he's number one there's are slugging not, percentage. He's not, Tony. Year. he's not Cardinals Tony. He's
2: not Cardinals Tony Larusa. He doesn't have that spit and vinegar. He's like, fucking, let's go. I don't he's know. He's just like, hey, he's fucking could you But try how much harder? of an impact do you think that has on a I mean Some.
1: I think with or without him, this team would be five hundred. And with a better coach, they'd be ten games yeah. over. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ten games
1: over. Yeah. Over? With a good coach. Yeah. Like wow. I well, somebody would have if you put in uh AJ Hinge in there. Yeah,
2: I think that was the that's who they should right.
1: For. You put Aussie in there.
4: I mean, you want to blame? I mean, I, look, dude. Again, I think this is just one of those weird years. But but winning winning a pennant is very hard, and a lot of things. And AJ was saying this the other day. A lot of things you got to get lucky, and yes. they just have not oh, been 100%, lucky. Yeah. But if you look at their slugging percentage, it's way down. Their home run output is way down. Again,
1: out slug i slugged that at this, the, the sub by thirty home runs.
4: Uh, what's his name? Eloy hit a ball at 109 miles an hour mm-hmm. at like a 30 degree. They, and it didn't go out. No, and they're sitting there going like every other ballpark. It goes out, you know. And and you know, it's like almost like that angels in the outfield are just knocking balls down. You know what <laughs> I mean, dude? It's weird. It's so weird.
2: Yeah, but I mean, the, my big thing is the fundamentals. That's I mean, that's always oh, no, when it comes down. There's to. always an error, a dumb, I mean,
1: dumb error. Like, every it's game, just, it's
4: yeah,
2: ridiculous. But again,
4: that's not. That's not.
1: There I, it is, angels in the outfield, right yeah, there, there, knocked it down.
4: Yeah. Uh, so, but that's. I don't think that's. Completely on Tony You're talking about Professional baseball players That have been playing this game For 30 years How And all of a sudden suck, uh, All of a sudden Tony La Is the guy that's not I'm giving, not um, saying that
2: I'm saying that Are they being held accountable Because that's what It really comes down to If I can just show up And fuck off And it's like Well if I win I win You know what I mean Like it almost feels like A lot of times They're not out there Playing with heart It's weird like, yeah, the, but I you, see a lack of effort in a lot of spaces. But what
4: what we what you don't see is like you know Tim Anderson's been gone how much? He's yeah. the spark plug in mm-hmm. the offense. Luis mm-hmm. Roberts been gone how long? Eloy's the, only played in fifty MVP games. Candidate. You know, Abreu's Gr- only hitting singles this year. Grandal's
1: knees about to blow out.
4: Grandal is done. I mean, you got three first basemen playing in the outfield.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm
4: saying. And so, I mean, I'm surprised, frankly, that they haven't lost more. Their pitching is really what's kept them in there this year. Yeah,
1: the pitching's been um, phenomenal, know, except for. Uh,
4: but the losses that they have have all been like, well, Adam Engel had a bad day, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, Tim Anderson had three errors today. It's like what? You, you know, just stuff that's never happened before. But it just—I mean—that's the beauty of the game, though. It just goes to show you like how difficult it is to win this. this in, unless in you're this the league,
1: unless you're the Dodgers.
4: Oh, yeah. dojers. Right. Those, Do-yers. Those As Do-yers. Eddie would say, dojers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean. We, Are we, you from
2: San Juan? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Kingston and Dublin. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, they
1: get the games down there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we,
2: yeah. we get the best of both worlds. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, uh, one thing we were talking about. So, now thinking about TLR, right? Yeah. I don't think he's coming back next year. Oh, I, I don't. don't think so. I don't see how that's even possible. That's, I don't. That's think a so. good way if for him to bow out. Season. Who are you looking towards to be the next manager? Well,
4: I think you you look at somebody like a guy like Miguel Cairo, you know. But I I think you also have to look at somebody like a Sandy Alomar Jr. He's mm. got some experience. Yeah. Uh, he took over for Cleveland when yep. uh, Terry Francona got sick. Yep. He uh, he's got a, a history with the White Sox. Yep. You know, and, you know, you've got, a Latin, you've got a Latin baseball club. Yeah, you 90% know. of it is. You know, I think one guy's Jamaican Irish, but that's <laughs> not <laughs> a big deal. But. That's Galvin <laughs> Sheets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's, you know, you look at somebody like that that uh, I think would be a prime candidate to take over. What about, like,
1: Carlos Baerga? I don't know enough about him. He with the Mets. Oh, there's
4: Joey Cora, too, third is, base yes. coach for the 05 White Sox, you know. Um, there we go. There we, there we go. go. We got a
2: double. Yeah. All oh, right, there no, this is the weirdest uh, sports the, center I've the ever seen. Ki- the
4: Quinceanera section caught it. Look at these
3: guys! <laughs> <laughs> Look at these guys.
1: <laughs> it's soccer jersey I wish night. You guys can see this. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's soccer jersey night, of course. So oh fun. my god! <laughs> 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 All
2: right, man. So he- here's the thing. Yeah. White Sox make it to the playoffs. What a realistic expectation. First probably, first round
4: Probably out in the first it Depends on who they play Like I knew when they played The Astros last year I'm like oh they're done
1: Yeah and they're gonna play Either the Astros or Seattle Yeah So I they'll be done again
4: Seattle they could probably do They'll it hang out with yeah, them Yeah Cause I think you know Seattle Seattle has to travel far They play in a dome It's cold It's October You know it's October in Chicago mm-hmm. You know so I can see them cooling off uh, Their bats a little bit But they're also They've had momentum the whole year you know um, what I do like about this Sox team is the fact that they've been in the playoffs the last two years, and they can they can work off that experience. And they're starting pitching. You got to keep in mind they only got to win three games. You and know you, what I mean? You, you, you got, got Dylan Cease who threw a one hitter. You got Quato. Lance Lynn who's now uh, yeah turning it up yeah great. And then you have Quato. Kopech will come back with a rested arm. You know no,
2: that's true.
1: so that is true. I mean, I'll, I'll trust Quato right now.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean Quato's just a baller, dude. We were talking about the other day. Me and my buddy like, like that's the guy you want to have a beer with. Oh, thousand percent, You know,
2: that's the that's the guy you have to wrestle the (laughs) beer away from so you get some. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) 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 All right, man. So like, I just I don't I don't know, I don't know what to expect out of this team on a daily basis. That's that's my problem. I don't. It is so like random. You are like. You look at the lineup, you look at the matchup, you're like, okay, I got a pretty good feeling of what's gonna happen today. I feel like every time you look at that, first of all, you don't know what's going on with the lineup, and second of all, you're just yeah. like, I have no I have no idea. I mean, it's like a surprise every time. Well, I, like I, a complete surprise. I really
1: hated that LaRusso was moving these guys out of their out of the comfort zone in the lineup. Up and down, up yeah. and down, up that Dude. is the that, that, huge. That, difference.
2: That's some Joe yeah. Madden shit right there. That is, yeah. It is like yeah. I, I
1: mean, baseball players are creatures of habit. Yeah. So, you know, Obreu bottom third. Then you put Lou Bob and then Eloy right after. Like You look at the 05 set.
4: White Sox, it was the same lineup I yes. think for all, right. all of, maybe one difference I think Carl Everett or whatever sat on one game yeah. the DH or something like that. But I mean for the most part it was Scotty Pods and then uh Agucci and mm-hmm. then Paul Canerico and that Oribe, yep. Jermaine Dye. Yeah. You know, so it was just all Every day, these, this is what they knew they were going to do. Right. You know? And then and,
1: Ozzie and would say, oh, today you have a day off. Okay. Put well you, some other guy in. To
4: your point, it's like the playoffs come. It's like, who's going to be healthy? Mm-hmm. And then also, it's like defense wins championships. So, like, you got to put, you, you, like, you have to choose, like, with the White Sox, you have to choose one. Either it's going to be a good defense on the field and an okay offense, or it's going to be a shitty defense and a decent offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have both.
1: I mean, there's not many times they've been scoring
2: 13 runs, though.
4: No. No, exactly, exactly It's going to be these 3-2, three, 3-1 three, three, yeah, games Exactly And that's when you want to have good defense out there
2: So, what, you know, looking at the way that the White Sox are currently constructed Who, what position do you think they need to fill in the uh, in free agency in the offseason? Because I mean, there's a lot of guys that are going to be free agents
4: <laughs> Dude, I want, and this is, you guys are both going to laugh at this But, because I know they'll never do it But like, you can you imagine an outfield with Aloy Jimenez, Luis Robert, and Aaron Judge Yeah can you <laughs> imagine that? It's like Jesus the next Christ. 5 years. I mean, my god. You know what I'm well, saying?
2: But that's predicated on Luba being healthy.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Because I, yeah. and Eloy being healthy. Yeah. Because we said the same thing about Stanton and Judge and Stanton is benefiting. Can never stay healthy. No. I mean, it's ridiculous to see a guy that talented oh, that and he strong. Is. Right. Yeah. But I mean, but it's, it's it, it how how much does that really help you? Yeah. If you can't be there when I really need you. I'm just you know I'm Yeah, but Aaron like,
4: Judge compared to AJ Pollock. I no, mean, you know what I'm saying? No, but that's what
2: I'm saying. That's also that's also looking at the rest of that outfield. You yeah. know what I mean, like that's that's the tricky thing. Uh-oh. 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 Oh yeah. There it is. We're
4: going to tie it. We're going to tie, tie it. Sorry for all you people who are watching the White Sox versus the Twins on Sunday, uh, September fourth. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when this comes out, but It'll come out on Tuesday. It, um, they, didn't, they didn't tie it because we don't know how to run bases. Yeah. No, we don't. It's great. That's, yeah. It's uh, a
1: couple of free agents that you just do don't want to look at. I know DH, uh we have plenty of we them, got, so we're we not got gonna, <laughs> We got a
4: whole team of DHs. Yeah, so we don't have to address that. But I think the big question is what do you do with Abreu? You, because he's, uh, he's he's a free agent next year. But he's
1: also batting three eleven.
4: Yeah, he's leading the league in hits. And he's playing hurt
1: every day. Right. So, so I think you give him one more year. Give him a one-year contract.
2: Does he take a one-year, you think? Yeah, he takes a one-year. He, yeah. yeah. he doesn't want to How
1: leave. Abreu? He doesn't want to
2: leave. How old is Brayu now? 35? Well, he's
1: Cuban, so he might be
2: 48. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you get it. You're Puerto
4: Rican. That
3: is right.
1: <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> <Yeah. Ince>. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that uh, letting Carlos Rodon go... After you developed him And you gave him his shot And you know He pitched his ass off And yeah. you earned a contract You should have put You should have paid him
4: <sighs> Yeah but I, I But you can Okay I'll play devil's advocate though But they knew that they had Michael Kopech coming in mm-hmm. Right? And Michael Kopech, I mean, I can't, I, I don't know what the breakdowns are in, in their stats. I know Carlos has had a great year, yeah, yes, but like, it's not like they didn't have a plan. The plan along, no. along was to they, bring yeah, Kopech they didn't in just his... they
2: didn't have any. It's not like they didn't have anything else coming down the pipeline. Right, and again, another guy injured, injured, injured. Healthy figures it, you know, shows you, hey, when I'm, when he I'm had healthy, I having one good year, I right, did,
4: right, you know. Now I'm glad. I mean, I'm happy for him. He seems like a really good dude. I'm glad he's having a great year. Yeah, but you know, here's. It's not like they didn't have a plan. The plan was, we're gonna bring in Kopac. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the one guy that got hurt um, in their bullpen, the left hander Garrett, uh, yeah, uh, crotch, crotch, rocket. Rocket. Crotch, crotch, crotch Rocket, yeah, yeah. So like, we've had some again. We've had we've had some injuries. Yeah, he's done for the year, right? He's yeah. done for the year. But I think that's another guy that they were gonna gonna groom to like take over. So they had plenty of pitching, and now what I didn't agree with, which might be directly related to this, was was signing uh, uh, Kimbrel. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, uh, his, oh, his like like no, but not not just the trade, but they gave him like more money yeah. th- that they they bought his year out. Yeah, or they could have just let him go and be free and have that money to get Carlos. But I don't like to like say, well, what could have been should have been like yeah. living the live in the now, man. Living the now. <laughs> so uh,
1: Aaron Judge, uh, throw throw all the money at him then.
4: Oh my God! I mean, the guy's gonna be MVP.
1: Uh, Thirty years old. What, how much? How much? How many years you give him?
4: Well, i give him I mean I'd give him the the Pooh's ten-year contract.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Judge, yeah. Yeah. You, you
1: throw him the you throw yes. him the ten years five hundred yes. million. Yes.
4: Yeah. Put his ass out in the You do know yes. who
1: the owner is,
2: right? Of course. But, <laughs> okay. yeah, you didn't say what but, we think they're gonna yeah. do. What, what should you do? I so mean, what no, what should you do no, is no, that and this is all thing. pie in the sky, man. Right. You and, know and, what I'm saying? Like, and at the same time, I mean the Cubs are essentially in the same position. Okay. Yeah. We're trying we all knew that this is gonna be the same year for the Cubs that we're gonna see coming up with the Bears. Prove it. Hey, I got a bunch of money coming up. If you want to be here, prove it. So I don't yeah. have to fill your spot. So I don't have to spend a bunch of money to fill your spot, and I can spend that money on you in a couple of years. Prove it, and that's what's going on with the Cubs right now. So a lot of these players right here are in play for the Cubs. As well. I think
1: the Cubs have a bigger shot as far as oh, like guy like a percentage, judge. yeah, than oh, the, the Sox do.
2: Oh, yeah. If the Cubs don't
4: open the the checkbook next year, you might as well sell the team. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to pay.
2: Yeah, and, and you finally you're you're at that point. I mean you're you were crying piss poor because of everything with the pandemic, which I get. I get because look at all that and what we talked about when it happened. Look at all that real estate that you have to pay for now, yeah. and all of a sudden the money's gone and like Ooh. I can't pay this guy, I can't pay pay that guy. What a weird let me if you look at the 2016 Chicago Cubs and look at where they are now, it was one of the weirdest trajectories, it the way that is, the, the, the team fell apart, starting with Addison Russell, his whole shit that went on. Yeah. And, and eventually, as he came down the line, Ben Zobris and his wife, it was just a lot of weird shit that his really broke His wife that is team very apart. weird, yes. She is very weird. Weird looking. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. Yeah, Shout terrifying. out, Ben
4: Zobris.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And your weird ass wife is ex wife
2: now, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they're ex wives right yeah. because well, she was like sleeping with a pastor of the church that they go to. Oh, yeah,
4: you heard it here first, folks.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Breaking news, Ben Jobra's weird wife is begging the pastor. <laughs>
2: uh, look, JD Martinez out there, 35 years old, but he's still got the good pop. Uh, Trey Turner, there's a lot, there's a lot of players out there right now that are going to be uh prime candidates to get paid, yeah. So I mean, you know, it, it's just depends on if your owner. Look, wants the to spend White the Sox, money.
4: the White Sox are still young, and I think they still have like a huge, like a core, you know, of people. I think they're going to have to. They're, they're going to be in a market for another catcher. I think Grandal is done. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Another, another shitty base running. What
2: yep. about uh, what about a catcher who's currently on the north side? Uh, definitely.
4: They're, they kept him. They
2: didn't trade him. Yeah, but it, but yeah. his his contract over. He's a free agent. They're going to have to sign him. I think. Yeah. I they, think.
1: I think they'll sign him.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I think there's. I think that's why they didn't trade him, and I think the fact that they didn't trade him is going to make him more likely to sign another contract with the Cubs. They just have to figure yeah. out the numbers.
4: If they if they weren't going to keep him, they would have traded him. Why would not you?
2: Yeah. What about safe. What about a guy like Gary Sanchez over at uh, for a catcher?
4: He's with um, I think Minnesota, he's, he's the right? He's with the twins right now, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No. no?
2: no his, cause that's him he's right had, there. His, his, he just, his, yeah, yeah, he I just tagged yeah, on.
4: Yeah, but he's, bat, he's batting like 230.
2: <laughs> so he fits <laughs> in know, the White
4: Sox lineup perfectly. Yeah, he's going be perfect, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like Sebi Savala. I think Sebi's great. He's, he's come out Who offensively. He loves you, baby. You know, but yeah, that's right. My <laughs> wife says the same thing. <laughs> all the time. All yeah, the time. I'm myself.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, look, you look, what? Austin hedges I'm looking at catchers right now yeah Austin hedges uh who is this uh Wilson of course I mean I would go after R- Severino R- Roberto Perez yeah that would be that would be a good one. Yeah. That would be a good one. You take him away from the Royals who don't need him anyway. Right. <laughs> like what are they going to do with him? Oh, dude, I, Kansas
4: is like forever I'm just a minor league team.
2: Christian Vasquez only 32 years old. He's a pretty yeah. good catcher. So I mean there's there's definitely there's definitely players out there to fill the spots that you need. You just don't it's just it's going to be really interesting because there are a lot of names out there this season that I don't think we've seen. Even Chris Sale. Chris Sell is a free agent. Well, you know. Oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, tried, really I was
1: him. so
4: happy when they traded him. Yeah,
1: he's a nuts case.
4: Well, only that, it's just they got the best out of them. They you did. They squeezed every drop out of them. They were, I, they that were other say, able to rebuild uh, just based on that trade.
2: Yeah. No, he's uh, <laughs> the, it, but the, the problem is, is that who they got back for him is still trying to figure it out after all this time.
4: Oh, think I'm thinking They got didn't mm-hmm. they, they get Rodan as well?
1: Yeah, but
2: Mankata's defense is amazing. Oh my god, is it not? I, I mean, I'm not saying that, but that's I mean, you, that's that's,
1: you. A, that's the equivalent to the Jason Hayward, right? Yeah. Okay. A great defense, think, but dude, can't hit, dude.
4: I had COVID about a month ago. And I wanted to write a letter of apology to Yoan Io- Moncada, Yeah. Because he had COVID real bad. Mm-hmm. And he jumped back in there. I can't believe he played in 2020 he as bad did. as I felt, man. I'm still going on downstairs like... <sighs> so the fact that he you know, compet- competed on a major league level, um, having had long COVID. My God, my, I tip my cap to that guy. I, I, don't, I, I don't think he's fully come back. Dude. I don't
1: think... The, the, for me, I, the COVID yeah, thing doesn't bother me. Like, I understand that everyone... Deals with COVID in a different way Because it's, it's your body My biggest thing is like How long is your hamstring Going to be hurting Yeah Like dude Do some yoga Hire a hot yoga instructor yeah. And I'm pretty sure You'll do whatever She tells you to do And then get a hot masseuse And you know Have your hot mean, yoga That
4: didn't work out For Deshaun Watson So I might want Get an
1: ugly male Well, actually it, it did it, it Multiple it, times it worked this way out <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! I drafted
2: a <laughs> amount of fantasy <laughs> Yesterday No this oh, morning is better Piece of shit Yeah I'll be up his shit week 16 when he comes back, or whatever the hell it is, and I win my I week because I
1: think He comes back week 12, I Something think. Like like
2: that. That. Yeah. 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 I just remembered I had two fantasy drafts this morning that I did. Yes. Jesus. I'm pretty sure you're in both those leagues, so I know I'm going to beat you that week.
1: I did not draft. Did I had no idea when the draft. No Thank you. Funny, you're that
4: guy, and you'll probably end up winning the league. Uh huh. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> on my advice. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm a part of this league with this college buddies, and like, they're all like Dungeons and Dragon nerds, and just yeah. you know, they live in a mom's basements, and they're just you know, we're on Zoom doing the draft, and they're just giving me shit. Like, why are you drafting this? Because it's a keeper league, and you know, you're drafting just rookies. And yeah. Like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Here? Yeah. I don't watch college football, so yeah. I'm asking him questions like. This Is Is that good? Is that good? Good. He's like, yeah, yeah. This guy, this guy, (laughs) fucking went to the championship game, lost by three points.
4: I'm that guy that plays fantasy once every three years, and then I'll be like, Is Ladainian Tomlinson
3: still playing? (laughs) Adrian Peterson, yeah, number one pick. AP, AP, That was uh, was a good pick. That was. He was a good pick. I played
4: fantasy two years ago. I had the best team from what would have been 2014. (laughs) Like, this team's amazing. Like Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. He had
1: six kids there's, at that there's point. Calvin
4: Evans, right there. there the yeah, I was talking about the comic. Oh, that's He's on
2: a awesome. TV commercial. That's so funny. Yeah, well, timing, <laughs> timing is everything, I guess. Right? <laughs> wow. So, funny. so, I mean, we we talked a little bit before the uh, before we got on the air here, and you were talking about your uh, <laughs> your love or hate for uh, Kenny Williams still being involved.
4: I just, I, dude, I'm like, <sighs> all right. I get passionate about this, uh-uh. but the the White Sox prior to the last two years making the playoffs, I think had made the playoffs like two or three times. Two thousand five, yeah. they won the whole thing. Two thousand eight, two thousand eight,
2: Cubs and Sox both
4: made it that year, right? And then I think maybe maybe one other year, I think, but I'm not sure. So so this guy's been in, at the helm for twenty years, yeah. And you've got two playoff games out of, I mean, you got one championship, which is huge, that's mm. gigantic. But you've got after that one playoff victory. I mean it's absolutely insane how we've just accept mediocrity. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's been my issue with the White Sox is that like number one they play second fiddle to the Cubs for many many years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, you know, now it's like how do you how do you just are such a mediocre team for so long and then all of a sudden you get to keep your job for that you know what I mean like yeah, you look at the revolving door that is the Chicago Bears right But well, not even that he got
1: promoted yeah. yeah he
4: got promoted he's a president of the
2: company yeah. of, of the organization. organization yeah
4: it's insane to me <laughs> Well, yeah,
2: because well, because you're the the problem with Reinsdorf is he's very famously way too loyal to pe- people that don't deserve. Well, loyalty.
4: my big theory is that the White Sox are just a tax write-off for Reinsdorf, and that he doesn't really care. I mean, I, I really? just honestly, I, yeah. I just don't. It's, think, it's
1: shared revenue, so it doesn't I, matter. I think
4: huh? for him, he's just a finance guy. He just wants to make money, and he doesn't really care about championships. And if he were sitting right now here right now, maybe he'd tell me I'm I'm completely wrong, but. You know, especially after watching that 10-part series on the Bulls, Mm -hmm. and they're like, well, we didn't go for the seventh one because we're just like, yeah, we can't afford it. We just like moving you know, just like, like, we like, won
2: a bunch of them, it's yeah, fine. You're like, we, how can you not go? afford?
4: What? Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah, they're the hottest team in the world. You don't, you know, I, every single one of them. Even Michael Jordan was like, oh, I would have taken a pay cut. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Like you had yeah. to pay, you had to pay Pippen. I get that, but yeah. like, Ryan Starks never sent that splashy contract. Like he's the most expensive contract he ever signed was, of course, was with Grandal, and that was 73 million dollars. This guy's gonna make second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so a it is, single. yeah. No one that's, hustles on
1: the White Sox, yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. hustles,
2: man. It's like it's like watching live the thing that we're talking about the whole time. I just said, right. and, and then you he get, fucking try. you get Diekman, yeah, who's his ERA was like 12
1: and like, yeah, he's gonna be a great pitcher for us. Like, no, he's not.
2: No, he's garbage. Was it, he's been where did he come from? I remember Boston. him, I remember him being on Oakland and being bad there, yeah. So, how does he keep getting contracts? He's like, left hander.
1: Yeah, he fits in with the White Sox. He you can do throw, bad and he, he move he you can, up. He can throw a ball 97
2: miles an hour. That's yeah. how you keep getting a job.
1: Unfortunately yeah. straight down the
2: middle.
3: Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now he he looks like uh he looks like a porn actor from nineteen seventy-six. Right.
3: <laughs> As they're you
2: wearing
1: mi- their eighty-five jerseys. Yeah. You
3: missed yeah. your you 100%. missed your bus again. <laughs> what? Learn a lesson. I, I, th- I think it,
1: I think the white socks should all have like porn m- mustaches. That should be their oh. their thing to like to put them unite yeah. them all together. Yeah. Everyone has a porn mustache, like a
2: handlebar. Everyone on, on the, the internet would know who they are. Yeah, I mean everyone. Anyone's it, like, have you used the internet today? Yeah. You mean like the porno socks? The porno socks. Porno socks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm gonna name my next special that. <laughs> uh, not the go-go
2: socks. The porno, the porno
4: socks. Porno socks. Check out Ken on Netflix. Porno socks. <laughs>
2: Whoa. Hey, you heard it here folks. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, so so since we've come to that part of the show. That's right. I'm, I'm going to ask real quick about the origin of BDGC. Oh,
4: Big Dick Good Credit. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So my wife is uh gorgeous. Um There you go. She is. she's uh she's beautiful. Um I have no business I'll kick being your, with her. Yeah, you I'll kick your coverage. I'll yeah. kick my coverage. Yeah. Um, I, I Pat Donnelly did um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Great football reference yeah, yeah, it is.
4: And uh, yeah so uh, For me it was you know Honestly guys will hit on her Or like they'll talk to her or, You know talk her up And, um, and I love it Like I, I'm not an insecure dude Yeah like, I don't get mad at her. I take it as a compliment. And, you know, we were we out were one night, and this dude's just like, how'd you pull that off, man? He's like, looks me up and down, you know? i like, uh, hey, man. Like, I go, this? yeah. I'm like, you know, I am like, I got a big dick and good credit. But it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's kind of where it came from. It was just a true story, you know? And I said, look, man. I go, uh, it's all about how you carry yourself. Yeah. You know, and you just gotta be confident, and you gotta. My, my dad gave me the best advice ever growing up. He said, "Always hit on the hottest girl in the room because every other guy's intimidated by her, mm.
1: or won't so won't no do talking or talking won't, her her won't do anything. Or won't yeah. do it. Like, know, I got no shot at
4: that. Yeah. And every time I would, I would walk up to the hottest girl in the room, and then all of a sudden my friends would come over like, Get the fuck out of here, dude! Like, right. No, I'm talking to her.' You know? Okay. But yeah, but you you know, you just uh, for me, it was just. Um, Having that confidence in yourself yeah, yeah. You know like I'm a good I'm a funny dude I'm yeah, yeah. successful Like I have a lot to offer people And you know so for me um, When we started but, but like dating an incredibly beautiful woman Is just like you, you gotta hold yourself You know what I mean yeah, like, You can't yeah, you can't yeah. have low self esteem You gotta yeah, be like uh-huh. yeah man I'm the man you know
2: You gotta match that energy
4: Yeah you do yeah, yeah. You do man Cause the girls don't like the Girls don't like insecure guys You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta like, you gotta like have, and it's, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm nothing to look at, you know, you, you know, whatever. I'm just an average-looking dude or whatever. But, like, I treat her like a queen, and you know, she's amazing, and we live an amazing life, and have a great marriage, and um, but you know, uh, it's because I have that self-confidence to like know who I am as a person. You know what I'm
2: saying? That that went a different direction that I thought it was going to be real raunchy. No, but I'm I sorry. Appreciate- but yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going here and look, talk listen, about listen. my big dick with two dudes in a basement.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you could airdrop it to us. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Open your phones. There we go. There we go. Why is Whoa. it black? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's Irish black. Uh, there
3: it is. I'm Jamaican Dang. and Irish. <laughs>
2: All right, man. Before we go to break, uh, two questions: Who is going to win the World Series?
4: Uh, Yankees or Dodgers? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the Dodgers. I think they're the most. Mm, yeah,
2: my second
1: team.
4: Yeah, I think they're the mo- they're the team that has the most experience. Um, they're they're stacked. Yes, their pitching trickle- is insane. I mean, yeah. I think it's going to be
2: Dodgers. <laughs> um,
4: but the Yankees are also great. But they've, you know, I I think the Yankees are like. You know, uh, they're kind of falling apart a little bit, their, but uh-huh. it's gonna
2: give them their regular season great,
4: right? But they, but also at the same time, it's gonna give them that, like, we need to kick it in high gear, yeah. They've, the had, they've had their injuries too, so but yeah, I think Dodgers are probably gonna win it.
2: All right, what are the Bears gonna do this year?
4: Huh, ha, uh, Bears. Here's what's funny, man. Everyone's like dogging them on Bears Twitter, you know, about right. how they're like even ESPN, even the like, like yeah. the, the, it's a the experts. Fruit. And, dude, you look at the roster. It's not much different than it was last year. Mm -mm. They won six games with the third hardest schedule.
1: Yep. Right? The schedule's easier this year. So
4: the schedule's easier this year. Justin Fields has a better offensive line than last Mm -hmm. year, arguably. Mm -hmm. He's got another year of experience. He's got better coaches. Way better coaches. You know, you've got Darnell Mooney, who's going to have a breakout, probably another breakout year. You've got Komet, hopefully. And I think the defense is going to hold it together. I think you got some real hitters on there. Yes. You got Brisker, uh, Raquan is back. Yeah. I'm only worried. I am just worried right now about their defensive line if they can get after it. And I just don't think that they got that guy. I think they're going to they're going to double Quinn every every yeah. snap. And I don't know if that just if Justin Jones or if. Um, uh, who's the guy on the other side? But I, I just don't think they'd have enough. Ta- See, that's the problem. Like, yeah. they don't have that. that well, it's, like, it's, a,
2: it's they're relying on young guys. They've done a really. I, I really been impressed with Ryan. What where Ryan Poles has done because he's done the exact opposite of what Ryan Pace did. I I wasn't mad at a lot of the moves that Ryan Pace made because right. he found something that he was like that's gonna help my team win. Yeah, and he went after it and he grabbed that player. Right, yeah. it's the same thing. It's what he did with Mitch. It was what he did with with uh, Justin Fields. He has done that. He's what he. Did when he got Khalil Mack on this team, do you remember how amazing it felt when we heard on a Saturday morning that the, the Khalil Mack was yeah. like, "Wait, uh, he kind of doesn't like the Raiders anymore." And then you wake up, and you're like, "Oh, he's on the Bears!" Like, what the fuck? Yeah. All this you know. And then you had tw- you had everything in 2018. You had a lot of momentum. What you're seeing now at Orion Ryan Poles, he's like, "All right, I, I, I'm not bringing anyone's old shit with me." Yeah, right. We're gonna start from scratch. We're gonna build this shit. Okay, let's see. Fields, because this next upcoming season is going to be a smorgasbord of whatever kind of quarterback that you want to run your offense off of, right? Yeah. You have uh, Luke Getze now coming over from Green Bay with working with a mobile quarterback. Uh, you know, even his his offensive coordinator took that Denver job. So, I mean, yeah. like Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden is missing a bunch of pieces that oh, yeah. really made him comfortable. And, you know, you got to think about it. this stage in his career. There's a lot of different factors as to why am I still playing? Yeah. Now everything kind of fell apart. You lost your number one receiver. You lost your offensive coordinator and your quarterback's coach. This is going to be a real interesting season for them and a lot of a lot of that has to do with what's going on with the Bears. So, yeah. I think what you're seeing out of polls right now is just his way and his vision of how he can build a team.
4: My my concern though, first of all I love the culture from at least from an outside perspective. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any insight on the Bears, but but the outside perspective with the hits and like they're hustling and yes. they're you know, these guys are talking about how tired they are after practice. Different culture. Right. I like the culture, but it's like we don't have one Experienced, uh, like guy. Yeah, he, he's a brand new GM. Yeah, he's a brand new head coach. He's a brand new offensive coordinator. He's a brand new defensive coordinator. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, actually, I think he, no, he's no. a defensive coordinator in Minnesota, court, yeah, yeah. which didn't have great defenses. So, you know, I'm I'm interested now. Eberfluss or Eberfluss or Flus or whatever they the call floo- him. The floo- I mean, he knows defense, right? Yeah. But you know, this is an offensive league. And so, yeah. you know, you're just to his shooting.
1: credit, he's been, they've been saying that he's been hanging out in the, uh, in the quarterback room a lot more with the, uh, with the offensive coaches more than the, with the defense. Yeah. Uh, he's not worried about the defense. He's like, okay, let me go see what you guys are doing and, and, and learn. Yeah. And because, also, because I can, that's the
2: thing the, is that he comes, he comes away from Indianapolis being a defensive coordinator, having a top 10 defense the last couple of seasons. Um, you got um, uh, Allen. I, I just had his name, his last name in my head. But the, the new defensive Williams. coordinator. Alan Williams, thank you. A new defensive coordinator who has experience in the league. He has been a defensive coordinator before, I would think. I want to yeah. say with the Lions, maybe. Uh, the Vikings. Yeah, and the and So yeah. he's been around for a while. He... Just like anything else, you learn from your experiences. You you bring that up. So now you're in a position where you're not dealing with a lot of personalities where you have to fight around that. Guys who think they're better than they are, or have big egos. Like you might have to deal with like Khalil Mack. Robert Quinn does not have that ego. I mean, have you ever seen him without a helmet on? Like he looks like you know something from Sanford and Son. Like yeah, he he looks not like a bus a driver. Yeah. Right. He's coming out here with fucking. <laughs> yeah. Kevin. He's coming out here with that Kevin Durant fade. Like just I don't give a fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? So like he's he's humble enough to be, like. I'm a professional football player. I will whoop your ass. I have the fucking uh, sack leads for, for the for the Bears single season. I, come look at me. Look, and I, he had ups and downs. So there's not egos that these these guys have to play yeah. with. So they can put the pieces in there and build it their way.
4: I think at the end of the day, it's just going to come down to Justin Fields. Oh, of course. It is a quarterback league. And yep. either he is a superstar or he isn't. And this year is going to be very telling. Now, if it's, if, if it's... What they, the Bears screwed up is they spent too much time on Mitch Trubisky. And it was just like, you know what I mean? Like the guy gave us great, like, you know, we had great wins, but it was all on the defense that year that we went 12 and four. Right. They had short fields to work with.
2: Yeah, but he—he, he, I mean, he had some really great bra- that, that Tampa game where he had six touchdowns. That was insane. Yeah, but Tampa had a terrible defense. Yeah, but year. I mean, you still have to secondary. You still have to get. You have to make those throws. Yeah, but there's
4: no good. Just like every other Bears quarterback, no yeah. consistency. Oh Look, yeah, this is it. Either Justin Fields is a superstar or he isn't. And I think you need to have a superstar quarterback in this league. I don't
2: today. think. I don't think you find that out this year. I don't think it's fair to figure figure that out this year. A, uh, se- you know what I mean. I don't think you find that out. I think it's, you get a lot more tape. You do, but brand new coach. Yeah. Brand new system. You can see the system is going to be moving more. to running the ball. They brought in a, uh, a fullback. Yeah. So you can see that you're, I think right now what you're looking for is the Darnell Mooney to continue to develop. And what's gonna happen with Cole Komet. Yeah. Cause Cole Komet is gonna be a key for a team that likes to run the ball and you you gotta pick up those shorts, well, look, there's those a sh- short uh, uh first downs.
4: There's a difference. If you they say they win six games this year and they lead the league in drops, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know Justin Fields has got it, we gotta get him yeah, some yeah. more weapons, yeah. right? But if Justin Fields isn't hitting these little medium passes that he's terrible at, yes, and you know what I mean, if he doesn't like, if we don't see that growth, all I'm saying is, I'm not saying like this is a make or break year. I'm just saying we have got to see some tremendous growth from Justin Fields. 100 percent. And I think that this year is going to tell us, hey, man, I think we got a superstar. We just need to surround him. Versus,
2: like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: But I, what I don't want the Bears to do is be like, man, well, we spent all this money, and he's a first-round pick, and I hate that. They shit do, They do like, that. They yeah. do that all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. That's the culture. That's, like, a, that's
2: the Lou Dang move right there. Yeah.
4: Well, we took you. Know, Know the fact that they even took Mitch Trubisky in that. I mean, yeah. that should have lost Pace's job.
2: But but My but that but, but that's the thing is like I said, he went. He was like, I recognize this player. He's like, I think I see something in this this guy that no one else is seeing. He went after what he wanted and what he believed would make the team better. At the ve- I give him credit for that. He bet ve- on himself. I don't give him credit. He bet on himself. He said he you thought pa-
4: he- you passed up a, a, a Heisman Trophy winner who was an absolute lock in. I believe Deshaun Watson was mm-hmm.
2: locking. Yeah, but I mean, we yeah.
1: The thing is They had knee issues And that was something That deterred a lot of teams
2: Yeah his knee issue Was <laughs> a little bit higher Hey Went over <laughs> Oh he his penis Got I wonder how his credit is In
1: those Oh Oh <laughs> Yeah, but you passed up on Patrick Mahomes as well.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, but so did like that twelve is, yeah, other teams. That, that like, I understand either way. But, like, but
2: my this is my point. They is that, like up I said, Mitch? like I said, you you went you wanted Mitch. You went after Mitch. You thought he would be the he, he had the highest ceiling, right? That's what it. That's what it really came down to at that time. Who had the highest ceiling? He also had the lowest floor, right? And so I I don't think he got a fair shake with Nagy because I think Nagy's a dick. Um, like I was fine with like a lot of the decisions he made early, and then he, he just kept like putting his foot in his mouth. I was like, dude, like. You're not taking any responsibility for like the fuck ups. Zero. Like, Stopping a dick. Like help this kid out. Do try. He, he just did, felt like he a he lot of sabotage. He, at he tried
1: point. never tried to adjust the offense no. to the
2: to the kid's strengths. No,
4: that Cleveland game was got him fired. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. A, absolutely insane. Yeah.
2: yeah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after a short break with uh, stirring the pot. And what you looking at?
0: For 15, 15-15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order.
4: Hey, what's up? This is Lux Cruz from Jungle AE Recording Studios and Illinois Media School. And you are now listening to True Chicago
1: Sports Fans Podcast. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. It's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring a Pot. All right, so we have uh, Ken Gar here. He's our special guest. And you know what? We're going to throw it to you. And uh, we try to find obscure things to talk about when it comes to food. <laughs> and this is an obscure thing. Oscar Mayer starts selling cold popsicles cold dog popsicles in select <laughs> cities so these are popsicles that are flavored like hot dogs I will
4: throw up <laughs> all over myself <laughs> well.
1: so they're selling for two dollars at frozen desserts uh, you know all over it's in New York Atlanta New Orleans and Long Beach uh, so the question is uh, you know will you try a mustard uh, flavored hot dog popsicle Look at my face, <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, well, I, This is a true story. I haven't had a hot dog since I was five years old. What? But they make me throw up. What you me mean and Jude's right here. Did,
1: after it? being in the jungle or something?
4: I No, I just I ate a hot dog one day when I was about five, uh-huh. and I threw up, and after that, it was
2: like, nope. I can't do this You're ever like, again. Nope. You know, that happened to me once with Bacardi.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: I <laughs> get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the same thing, right? If you ever, yeah, like, you, you no, do like, no, a night no, where you no. drink Jaeger, There's and then a you never of, drink Jaeger ever someone, again? Yeah,
2: someone brought a bottle of Bacardi to my house five years ago. It's still... Full of Bacardi that's dis-
4: yeah. yeah Hot dogs are disgusting In my opinion I can't even stand The smell of them And so I would this- never eat A popsicle flavored <laughs> This This sounds This is the
2: most Fred Durstiest Dessert of all time The hot dog Flavored water yeah. Like I don't understand What is this thing Actually made of
1: I, I don't even it's know it's, it's Yeah You see the picture here So it's got a little stick And it's got It looks like a hot dog but With mustard flavored. on it
4: It's a dog flavor, hot dog flavored right Hot there. dog yeah, flavored yeah, yeah disgusting Yeah
1: <sighs> Like who even drinks The hot dog water
4: How'd they get approved? This guy's like, I got a million dollar idea for you guys. Well, that's (laughs) the thing is
2: that they've gotten to the point where they're trying to make any food taste like any food. They're like, hey, do you want some uh, cauliflower chicken wings? I'm like, that's not a thing.
4: I'd rather have a chicken wing covered in a girl's period than (laughs) a fucking hot dog flavored popsicle. I'll eat a dozen of those. (laughs) <laughs> on the on the on a heavy flow day, oh. heavy flow. <laughs> <laughs> and eat a hot dog popsicle. I'll
1: do a dozen heavy flows, please.
2: See, want mango.
3: Nope. I can't. Heavy I
4: can't. Flow.
2: I can't do that because I hate ketchup.
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs>
2: So is that Is that three no's That's, that's definitely yeah. three no's There's I, no way First huh? of all I kind of want to meet The person who's like That was delicious Just so I could make sure But that, can like, you
1: imagine was... The focus group Like hey here you go He's yeah. a flavored Hot dog popsicle Like who the fuck Said yes
4: I'm like if I If I leave right now Do I still get paid Yeah exactly <laughs> No way <laughs> No way to eat that.
2: <laughs> All right.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Transition. All right. Let's yeah, transition. Please, I'm
2: trying, but then now you got the hot dog in the brain and it's hurting me. Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> you know Cosby.
3: <laughs> I get the hot dog in the brain. <laughs> hey,
4: he
2: I put, he I put the roofie in the. B- <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was famous for putting that hot dog in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Before we go, what you looking at? What are you watching that isn't sports, Ken? Oh me?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right, Hot right seat. Now,
4: right now it's Narcos Mexico. Oh,
1: that's a great series. Oh, Man. I love it's it. It's a great I series. I
4: love it. It's my second time watching it, and uh, and uh, I I can't find I, I find myself like feeling bad for these. Narcos. Yeah, like <laughs> man, these guys are good guys. They're fun. I was like, oh, just let him retire. Oh, let him out of the biz. Oh, come on, let him just have his hundreds of million dollars, even though he's killed, murdered, he's dozen murdered dozens of police officers. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's my jam right now. Um, I, I just think it's a really well done show, and yep. yeah, I've been watching that. It's been great. Um, Is your
1: Spanish getting better?
3: I l- yeah yeah. <laughs> so uh, funny. See? Yeah.
1: See. 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 see?
4: see? <laughs> Go, <cheers. laughs>
1: I like how they have the uh, like, like the Brazilian actors in there playing again. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. His Spanish is nowhere near what yeah, it's yeah, supposed yeah, to be, but yeah, okay, yeah. let's run with it anyways. Yeah, he's a good looking guy.
2: Remember what like Malik Yoba doing his Jamaican accent? Oh boy, yeah, yeah, man. You know how insulting that was? I'm so sorry, not very at all. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care. It's like I'm half Irish. I don't care. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I drank through that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you been watching, Z?
1: Uh, Game of Thrones, House of Dragon.
3: Ooh. Oh yeah, watch that too. Yeah,
1: Hold, and there's you know new episodes every Sunday. Yeah. No spoilers because he hasn't yeah, watched I it. Started yet, no. And you know he wow. he's e, notorious for starting the show, watching one two episodes, and then never ever watching wow. the I rest just, of it. I
2: just oh, wow. the, after the episode that I fall asleep in, I just forget that it's a show. And he moves on to a new show there's and does little, the same thing.
4: There's a tinge of pedophilia going on in that though. Those I mean, girls the look incest. Real young, yeah, just fourteen. They look real young. I mean, like, I'm gonna marry this. Fourteen-year-old. Huh? Yeah, the
1: first episode was like, "Oh, we're gonna set you up with my daughter who's six Yeah. What? Yeah, what?
4: like that walk in the little. I'm like, "What is
2: this right now?" Yeah, this does, does not, a little Did little not, uncomfortable yeah. for me. It
1: was, and I'm glad he didn't choose her. Little, yeah. it, was, it doesn't ruin the story, right? No, you're well,
2: fine. I mean, it kind of ruins it now because I don't want to watch it
3: anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another thing that I've been watching is Black Phone. Yeah. Did you oh, see yeah, that? I I, that oh, was. Yeah. That movie? was. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was uh, decent. It was good. A great original concept. Yeah. Uh, you know it, it's, it takes place About uh, you know what's it the 80s yeah, When kids, we were kids When we were kids yeah. When we were bike riding And you know Kids were getting uh, yeah. Put on milk cartons yeah. yeah That's pretty much What it was So, Have,
3: was- have you seen me
1: yeah, I mean, I mean that's where the cause, you know. The, the I mean, if
4: it's basically an escape room. Yeah, <laughs> it's ran by. Yeah. Oh boy, I I the, the kid gets clues on a phone. I, yeah, <laughs> almost. Yeah, you almost, almost went into that one. I almost ruined, it. I almost ruined it. <laughs> I
1: ruin it. Should I ruin it? No, don't ruin that one. Go watch Black Phone. It's on. Uh, I believe it's on Peacock, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. House of Dragon is on. I'm I mean, uh, HBO. Last but not least, a League of Their Own series. I'm one episode in. Yeah. I'm. Really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I, I haven't got a chance to watch that yet because that's, you know... I know there's an uproar because... I'm already, I'm already watching <laughs> girls play softball. I don't need to watch baseball. Too, yeah, okay. th-
1: there's a big ah. uproar because a lot of the uh, characters are going to be lesbians. And... That's what I said.
2: I'd watch the WNBA. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest here. It,
1: it makes no difference to me as long as it's a good show. I don't care who's yeah. the actor and what, what their what preference is.
2: I mean, look, I have Jimmy uh, Funko Pop sitting back there, like, looking at me, staring at me. Why haven't you watched? Jimmy
1: Dugan. Lost. Yeah, he already Don't was- catch the clap. Yeah. Oh. That's great advice, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. All right, E, what are you watching?
2: Uh I w- I watched a couple of different things since we last spoke. I wa- I watched the entirety. Oh ah. what? Ooh. Oh
1: yeah. I know I know why you did, but go ahead.
2: You know why of, of that fool. Have you seen this yet? It's fucking comedy. It's hilarious! Totally yeah. In and out. I'm good. Fucking
1: hilarious! It's 22 minutes yeah. to, to about 30 minutes each. Yeah, show, each a episode.
4: Of, a couple of buddies of mine are on that show. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah, my buddy created. it You know, Chris. Yeah. No. Oh, Chris that's Estrada, awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's funny. I, I, I. This is a guy. That I, does he do a lot of LA stuff? I'm assuming. Oh yeah, we did. Op-
4: we started. We did open mics together and stuff. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I wasn't
2: familiar with him and he came on and I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I see his comedy. It's, Frankie yeah.
4: Quinones is in it. Um, my buddy Jamar is in it. Um, yeah. It's a great
2: show I, I did see a couple Like I follow comedians
1: On Instagram So you see their clips And I'm like okay that I saw that on the show You yeah. used a couple things Here and there. Oh yeah 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 so to, yeah. But it is well written And it's
2: uh, Michael Imperioli
1: um, Yeah, Michael oh my. yeah. I think it yeah. already
2: got approved For a second season Yeah, ago. I
1: mean, why not I mean, I finished that Within a day Like, yeah. I was just like I had to budget. Yeah. And,
2: the, you know I'll, I'll tell you the cool thing About this show Is the the lady that plays The mom, Laura Patalano. She mm-hmm. is in uh, the show Fight. If you haven't seen her mm-hmm. that that's, that's another good yeah, show That's a, another really good show um, Yeah, so that Also, I've been watching Reservation Dogs on Hulu It's about uh, four mm-hmm. teenagers Who are kind of like Just scumbags On a Indian reservation Oh, boy And that guy That was on the uh, uh, On TikTok drinking the uh, ocean spray yeah, yeah, skateboarding yeah. he yeah. is in the show oh, he's in the wow. show yeah wow. and, and you like as soon as you I'm like oh I'll recognize him when I see him and I'm like no that's not him and all of a sudden you're like yeah that's totally fucking him and he has a pretty big like role like in, a, in at least one episode so it was actually really cool to see him out there he was uh, he did a great job and then the other show that I've been watching that I did finish watching is Mo. It's a Mo Ammer. Oh yeah uh, His yeah, yeah. show It is yeah. so good It is so good A lot of it derives From his 2018 uh, Comedy special um, But yeah I mean like It's about him uh, Trying to get asylum As a, a Palestinian And living in the United States uh, Living in Houston spe- Being bilingual Speaking Spanish And uh, you know um, Arabic and English So trilingual mm-hmm. And uh, it is. it was just Really really well done It was very uh, believable I talked before About the biggest thing for me About watching especially like something that's designed to be Like a sitcom or something like that Is that are the characters believable Do I feel like these are real people This is absolutely a show that gives you that feeling Yeah I'll put it on the queue yeah, you definitely gotta check. It out. I love that show. Yeah. Have you I mean you 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 know uh, Mo Moa Mary, have you seen him around, right?
4: I have not, no. No. But uh, you are
2: you familiar with his show?
4: A little bit, yeah.
2: Yeah, because I mean, like, it's 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 very unique. He talks about being Muslim. He brings his mom to the show all the time, and it's yeah. it's really cool, like, to hear his background like how he rose up and they're like, a comedian. Like, what the hell? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really cool to see. Ladies and gentlemen, uh Let's give a big thanks to Ken Gar for being here today.
4: You're welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. (laughs) <laughs> that was a very quick applause. Yeah, it was. Not, it was yeah, no, job. it's fine. We'll it's do fine. later. We'll, we'll do better. Yeah, we'll do
2: it on. we'll do better live. I, I recorded it for my phone so I don't have to worry good, my good, hands good, so good, when good. I get it yeah. press play. You'll know
4: it's me in the front. Yeah, right this is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, all right, uh, before we get out of here, tell us what you got going on. Uh, where we can uh, follow you on social media and uh,
4: Yeah, you? my website's kengar.com. I got all my shows listed there, all my tours, and I got uh, um Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all kengar was taken. Uh K E N G A R R was taken. I wanted kengar, but it was taken. <laughs> um make him an offer. Yeah. 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 Um I uh, also have uh, got uh, I don't know when this comes out but I've got Dubai uh, coming up Saudi Arabia coming up I got uh, Vegas coming up the end of the month September 26th through October 2nd so if you're out in Vegas uh, hit me up and come and see a show and then uh, at the end of October I'm gonna be at uh, in Gilbert Arizona a comedy club called
2: JP so got a lot of a lot of shows coming up that's awesome and you got a yeah. show tonight which we're gonna be at that's yeah. right yeah that's right yeah so uh, we're gonna be there at uh, comedy bar tonight uh, for the for the late and show check
4: Check out my special on Amazon Prime. It's called American Hero, and just type in American Hero Kangar, and it'll pop up.
2: And you know, you know the special thing I really like about your uh, your special. What's that? Is the font you use to write American Hero is what we use for our logo.
4: Oh, really? Same one oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, James Webb, uh, who uh, shot it and edited it, he just actually uh, directed uh, Sam Morrell's Netflix special. Yes, 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 yes so I so he actually, uh, my buddy Michael Mullen directed the special, and then uh, James edited it and shot it. It's just amazing. It's perfect. I mean, th- th-
2: th- the name of the font is like Americana. Yeah. So, I mean,
4: like, yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, 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 awesome. yeah, yeah so There yeah, you go. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect. It's perfect. I wanted Comic Sans, bud. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Z, you got a big announcement for us as well. Yeah, so
1: uh, we will be adding to the Six Oh Six Media family. Uh, we're going to be adding another show. Uh, it is called No Water in the Weekend. I've actually been on the show three times. Yeah, uh, those are great guys over there, Stephen and the company. And he, uh, he was on the show not too long. ago He was. He came in and uh, you know filled your big shoes one day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know it's 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 great to add different types of podcasts that uh, that you know. Appeal to different Types of audience And to be honest with you These are uh, Homegrown guys You know we're talking About nothing but Chicago uh, Podcasters And it's a great time it's, it's very similar to What we do as far as The big three Right But you know
2: Just a, a long format A
1: longer format yeah. I mean the, more, Way more booze Yeah a lot more booze <laughs> I, I controlled myself This time yeah. and Didn't drop too many M, uh, F-bombs this time Woo. Uh, it was, you know it wasn't me It was the tequila talking
2: Uh huh yeah, It was you, the tequila you, yeah, talking that, 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 The tequila was driving The F-bomb train Right through the show Oh 1000% Every fucking time yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So look out for uh, No Water on the Weekend You can find this uh, at No Water on the Weekend On, on Instagram um, And it's on Twitter And uh Anywhere uh, podcasts are available They're available to listen to So go ahead uh, New episode should drop this week
2: That's right And check it out All Net Podcast is coming back Ladies and gentlemen Thank Mike, goodness Mike Logic and Idea Are going to be back After every Bulls game uh, Talking to you live on Facebook So go ahead and check that out It should be a lot of fun And you know he's always got A lot of good insight About not just the uh, NBA But the, also the WNBA He's been uh, pretty heavily invested In that as well So uh, mm-hmm. definitely check him out And uh, you know Hey look that's all I got. That's all I got, guys. That's all we got. We got to we got to go to this comedy show. We do. We got to get ready. So, hey, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast T-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now. The Shy Native Radio podcast is now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and ThrowMC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out right now. And if you are a musician in the Chicago area, submit your song to them. If they like them, they will play them on the air. So make sure you go and check them out and get your music out there. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your MoleMen merch and gear. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit us up with your Stirring the Pot recommendations. Uh, tell us what you think about the show and uh, anything else you want to throw at us, any questions that uh, you want answered on the show, you can always hit us up at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for Episode 111. Until then... Be good to each other for the love of sports.
4: Hey, this is comedian Ken Garr, and I was just a guest on the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock. Big Earl E-Rock. and <laughs> G-Money and a bunch of weirdos. So tune in! A few moments later. Wait,
2: the Bears are what we thought they were. what what, what we thought they were um you know this is not how we wanted it to go you almost can't even make it up it's that bad
3: oh my goodness didn't see that coming 100 me. what did we just become best friends Yup.
2: you have a lot of incest that's real shut your mouth lover boy
0: nature versus nurture lodge nature always wins
2: i think he's on steroids
3: hasta luego amigos that's off. Uh, oh, I shouldn't have those other chokies eat the poppers. Thanks, Cubs!